in the final days, the Silmarils will be gathered together from the earth, from the sky, and from the waters. and for Don't Trust and Company you set out for Rivendell taking some time to navigate your way through the icy wastes of well not icy wastes but the icy landscapes Previ- hmm? previously on how to previously on how to change a tyre more to the how ring how to change condition. a wheel on a <laughs> on a carriage um, and you were still steadily making your way as night fell across the frozen icy um, snow tundra of the open Egrion area, northern Egrion, um, which is much flatter and open and the wind completely just, it's like the wind just blows through there um, as more snow began to, f- uh, to fall um, you were setting up your camp and um, spending your time doing what you need to do in preparation for the second day's travel. Um, hope you're hoping to reach Rivendell by that uh, by the second day, unless something else happens. Um. I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, in the meantime, Theo, you had um, arrived at Kalos. You spent the day um, making preparations for Aragorn's arrival. Um, which you expect in a day or two. Um, yep. Set about asking the carpenter to create some um, wooden gifts. Um, not too big. Um, that can be quickly produced. Um, that you could hand out as tokens of um, friendship and loyalty. Um, to various members that will be in attendance at Alwi and Gideon's wedding. Yeah? Yes. Good. Um, you're also spending some time um, reacquainting with um, the politics and the situation at... Um, 
Kalost and at the inn at the Green Ivies. Um, and there was some um, mention of um, that the fortress of Kalhad had sealed itself off, or nobody had been down recently in the last few days or so. Um, winter snow is starting to fall on the higher tops of the White Mountains. Um, you have a light dusting, maybe about half an inch or so of snow. Um, it hasn't got too heavy for you yet. Um, you are a little bit further south. Um, mm -hmm. But further north you can see that there is um, heavy snowfall uh, in the sky. Um, in fact, in any direction you particularly look, as long as it's not south, you can see that the sky is starting to darken and uh, the clouds are starting to roll in. Um, there's a chill on the air, it's a bleakiness. Um, people are still gossiping and talking about uh, the immediate visitation of the King of Gondor um, and his wife arriving. Um, many of the women of the village are um, talking about uh, dresses and making themselves look pretty. Um, the men of the village are uh, not dissuaded by such activities. Um, the likelihood of the uh, the King of Gondor just stopping by, maybe may the, the, the trying to downplay it, they might say, oh, he might just ride on through kind of thing, you know, they might, might get catch a glimpse of him in his carriage as he goes riding past or running through. The likelihood of him actually stopping here is uh, is something that these people aren't accustomed to. Um, there's lots of rumour of how handsome he looks, um, how pretty his wife is, and um, in comparison to uh, everything pales in comparison to the, uh, uh, the 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 acting queen of Rohan and the and, and the actual king of Rohan. But uh, it's ju it's just normal gossip that's taking place at the moment around the village. Yeah. Um, you checked out the Grey Ivies. The Grey Ivies is fine. It's quiet at the moment. It's um, very few in the way of travel of uh, people uh, migrating along the Great Road. Yeah, I made sure they have like preparations for any guests. People they have preparations for guests. The, the rooms were all ready. They were. I don't know how they're going to come. They might have their own tents. <laughs> yeah, they, they were clean. Um, rooms have been made uh, available. The, you have approximately um, eighteen rooms. At the in the Great Ivies, um, because it is a major stop-off spot for travellers along the Great Road uh, to Manus Tirith and to Edoras and beyond, um, it is a requirement to have a greater number of rooms than you would find in a common inn. I mean, inns in the city probably have maybe five or six rooms because there's more than one place that you can stay at. If that uh, tavern is full or the inn is full. You can try the one next door across the road. It's very easy to be able to find a place in a big city to stay um, that has yep. one or two empty rooms. But out in them where you're at, where Kalos is at, um, the requirement is for larger uh, coach houses, um, stage, you know, stage coach places, stay, staying over places, because um, there might only just be the one building. Um, the adjoining stables is also being cleared out as well. Room for at least eight to ten horses, given size. Um, 
and say approximately about about 18 rooms is available eight that's 18 rooms some of these rooms have multiple beds in um, so you can easily accommodate probably about 25 to 30 people okay good yeah there's obviously other places around the you have the manor house as well um, that has multiple bedrooms um, and there's probably at a push you can probably ask some of the residents to um, accommodate nah, one or two other that. people as well. I'm not going to like, say that. Nah. Yeah. Nah. They have to put up either the inn or camp outside. That's their choice. <laughs> you know, camp outside. Um, it's still cold outside. It's we have to get used to it. We'll be travelling along, so we'll be tra camping outside either way. So It's cold. It's cold outside. It still freezes on a night time. Um, that is one thing I do need as well is like camping materials, but I don't know how many people are travelling with us, so I can't really oh. do that. <laughs> I need the preparation of people to know. So obviously myself, I know Marisha, I know King Aragon, and I know his wife. Yeah. I know four people at the moment, but I need to know roughly what I need to prepare for myself for travelling that far and that long and that distance, mm -hmm. as well as going further north. Because I also okay. don't know where else we're going to pick up any more material. Um, so I need to make sure... So as I again, it depends on... It depends on you. I also need some sort of paper. Paper? Well, yeah, I was just going to say, I need to put like some sort of paper together to say what I'm requiring for my journey. Yeah, yeah. So like as in it, uh, it, lighters or like it, campfires, it, a bundle of dry wood, you know, yeah. like... Yes, wood. Fabric, uh, yeah, take them. Yes, bundles of wood. Bundles of wood might be handy. Heavy, yes. heavy tar, you know. <laughs> Other guys will know. Bundles of wood might come in handy. Yes. Um, I, I, I can't take hundreds of bundles of wood. That's the thing. I no, 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 no. You can't. So, can't. so maybe, maybe a hand, uh, maybe a wood axe or a hand axe or something <laughs> like that could come in handy as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I need like the basics of you spend, equipment all to go north. Yeah. But I need heavy. Uh, to keep me warm because I'm going to go it, further it, north and it's Yeah, it depends on your, the route. Cold. Um, I've never really done the cold. Do you have a preferred route of being able to get to Rivendell? Have you decided on a route yet? Yeah, when it's nice and sunny, I travel anyway. <laughs> okay, do you have a preferred route to be able to get Rivendell within the next few days? Well, I will probably end up going towards the path. Red Horn Pass. So, yeah, because I, I want to veer off and I want to travel somewhere else. And yeah. that's going to impact which way we go. Either we go through the pass, or we try to knock on Moria's back door and see if they can let us through. Uh, yeah. Um, can see if we can find the Red Horn Pass on here. It is... From what I'm aware, it's this crack, isn't it? No, that's... Um, that, that that actually is Moria. You can see Moria is just here. Hang on. Yeah. Oh. What am I pressing? Oh, wrong button. That's Moria. Yeah, this is um, so this is Nimrod, this is Nimrodel, So that one's going to be Lake Miramir, and this is obviously Lauren. Um, the pass itself is actually just a little bit further north. Oh, it's actually past Lorien. It's it? past Lorien. Yeah, it's further north. Oh, that actually means I can pop into Lorien. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Um, the pass itself. I don't know if you can see oh, it. Can you, can, can you can, can you see bad. this dotted little line up here? This trail. Yep. Yeah, can see it goes through. This see the, these 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 little mounds here. Yeah, this one looks like a nipple. Yep. No, no, th these little ones here, see them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This looks like, like a nipple, really? Zoom in, you see it. Yeah, we, we zoomed right in. I'm hitting M when I'm on. That is, that, that is the Red Horn, the, 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 the Red Horn Pass. Yeah, this is the Red Horn Pass. 
Let's see, this little you can see this little dotted trail kind of thing, like and it leads through. Yes. Yeah, he's talking about that one there. Um, but <laughs> but the yeah, this little this this little dotted line leading into the mountains to this great lake area, and then these um, these little mounds here. They're actually um, uh, barrow downs, like barrows. Right. Yeah, um, that is the Red Horn Pass. That this this actually this this flat area through the middle here. Is the Red Horn Pass? Yeah. Okay. There's a okay, there's a trail that do does that, lead I into it. Stop off somewhere yeah. Here. There's I a train. Exactly where this, it is, this, this is the. Um, y I mean, Lee, you you'd be familiar with it because this is um, Gladden Fields. Oh yeah, well, I'm never going there then. Yeah, there's, that's Gladden Fields, and you know, it goes up into the mountains, and then you can cross the mountains yes. at Red Horn Pass. Yeah. yeah. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I want to stop off here at some point with my little. So I can't remember exactly where it you is. Stop off? Oh yes, yes, I know. Like yeah, it's over here it, it was further north than that, but okay. <laughs> was it? Yeah, okay. it was up here. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it? It was okay, up there it? somewhere. Okay, that's, yeah. that's fine. And then we can go through Dory. I can ask for any camping equipment. Camping <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> is still there, yeah. And then through the pass. That's it, through the pass. It is, oh, it is, okay. it, 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 it's more like, it's a, like a valley kind of thing. It is a pass. You do have to climb your way into it, but there is a trail. Um, And then it's like a, a Valley of the Kings kind of thing. It's a... Uh, there's a gorge, and then on either sides of the gorge, there is uh, tombs. Yeah, I mean, that's also quite good, because that brings us quite close to Rivendell. Yeah, it does, it brings you out pretty much close to it. it. It There's tombs on either sides of this gorge, just literally carved into the the mountain structure itself. Um, it's if you can imagine Egyptian, you know, Valley of the Kings kind of thing, but in the Misty Mountains. That's what it's like, pretty much, and that's called the Red Horn Pass. Okay, so... What my plan is then is we're mm -hmm. going to try to get camping equipment enough to get to Lorien. Yeah, that's fine. And we'll ask Lorien to provide us any um, surplus stuff they can. If they've got some sort of magical camping site, that'd be amazing. Helpful. <laughs> uh, they could have an experimental one. <laughs> well, you can. Uh, but then we can go through there. We can have a little chat with them, see what they've got, and then we'll take more stuff and then go through the pass. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, probably, that's the plan. I'm, I'm sure if you have the. Because I wanted to go to Lorien to nick some stuff. I mean, nick some stuff. Some stuff. <laughs> I mean, acquire nicely. Remember where you're going. Due to their, due to their leaving, and they're leaving a lot of stuff, and they are leaving. They are leaving. Used against us. But for, for the listeners, kind of thing, of thinking, oh, the elves will never leave anything behind. If you recall from the Hobbit, leave everything behind. Like I say, from the Hobbit, when Bilbo and the dwarves fell into the cave and found um, Sting and all those other swords, them them weapons were for Gondolin. So you can imagine, like they got from Gondolin all the way down to the Lone Lands. The elves do make a habit of making like armory stashes around Middle Earth. They're like weapons depots. Yeah, it's unusual for them to do, but to do it, but they have done it. They make weapons depots dotted all the way across Middle Earth, usually under previously occupied elven areas. Um, where they would just stash armor and weapons. The locations are only known to the elves, and only to a very few number of the elves, but they are located around Middle-earth. Okay? Worth bearing in mind. Mm -hmm. So that would be the plan. That's my internal, my initial idea is to go that direction. That okay, sort of right, that's fine. Um, so I need food and resources to head that way. Okay, we've checked out the Grey Ivies. The Grey Ivies is quite fine. It's well, adequately well stocked. Um, it's got enough food in there to service the arrivals. It's got plenty of beds. It's 
got plenty of already chopped wood. But these are Rohirrian people. They live off the land. They're used to the hard winters. Oh yeah, we're well prepared. They're yeah. well prepared for this kind of thing. Um, everything literally. But we don't travel in the winter. That's the other. That's thing. It, you like, don't like, travel you through. You basically hunker yeah. down and kind of like hibernate. Yeah, <laughs> and then come out again in the spring and do your farming and your horse rearing and all that kind of stuff and then you do why i'm a little bit serious about traveling in winter but i'm gonna put yeah. everything i can so i can pretty much um, take the entire fire with me. and the gondorians are pretty much the same as well except they just don't travel um, <laughs> yeah they they very rarely travel in any conditions the gondorians um they certainly don't travel an awful lot through rohan um and they don't travel further beyond their own natural borders and the natural border is the White Mountains south, south of Gondor in southern Gondor um, south of White Mountains they will obviously migrate from like city to city Pelagia, Linnea, um, Minas Tirith um, Osgiliath places like that they will migrate but there's a, a, a major road structure to help them to be able to travel the roads are well built and, and maintained um, outside of Gondor yes road structures just like make it up as you go along alright mind you if we go further north the road and floor will be a little bit harder won't it it'll so be harder and it's also it's snow covered as yeah yeah it's it's hardened it's like bell metal um, it's also snow covered ground as well so the definitive markings of there's no signposts that's what I'm trying to say yeah There's no signpost, so there's no like road markings to say like, oh, the road goes in that direction. It's just like you're just looking from. I think we'll be okay as long as we keep the mountains to our left. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That that that's your guessing kind of things. Like we go north from here. Um, if if there's a road, there's a road. It's probably just under a foot of snow, but it it'll be there. Um, whether you stay on the road or near the road, or it's you know it's something else shouldn't be much of an issue if there's that, that much snow it should be okay yeah yeah it shouldn't be a big problem it's just do i need snowshoes is that a thing i need not yet no you're not going to fall through the ice or anything like that it's just i get some skis I get some you, you yeah you get sledging as a skill um surfing as a skill and the snowboard and attack everyone. it is counted as surfing but um yeah it's the same skill um not even better i love surf uh, sledging is a skill. Skiing is a skill, a skill, and I think skating is also a skill as well. I'm gonna have to learn these. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you spend the best part of the afternoon inspecting the grey ivies. It's adequately well stocked. Your Rohirrian people are used to this. Um, it it is literally just the first inch or so of snow that has fallen over the last couple of days or so. Um, there is a chill on the air, and you definitely are aware that winter is is here. It doesn't hit your region for at least another three or four weeks, but when it does hit, it, it, what I'm saying is, it, winter comes later in the year, kind of thing. Um, only by a couple of weeks or so. When it does hit, it can hit quite heavy, um, but likewise, it does disappear quite quickly as well. It doesn't linger. Yes, across the uh, Rohirrian region. Further south or so, it's like they you don't really see an awful lot of snow. Um, Minas Tirith doesn't send it to see an awful lot of snow. Um, Pelagia certainly doesn't see any any snow um, because it's much. It's a little bit further south. Um, yeah? yeah, it's a warmer region. 
Um, but they s tend to see a lot more wind, a lot more storms, and a lot more kind of winter-associated weather, but not so much snow. They do get it, it just doesn't lie. Being close, or being on the sea itself, um, it doesn't stick around an awful lot, but they do get a hell of a lot of rain over winter. Um, so you're trapped in that region at the moment, um, between the heavy snows of further north, I mean, obviously further towards Agmar and places like that, it's like six-foot snowdrifts. Um, but it's it's slightly warmer uh, where you where you are. It's still cold. It's still chilly. You still got a frost on the air. And um, every time you um, the villagers wake up in the morning, they have to break the ice in the buckets um, from the rainwater being collected because it has frozen. Yep. Um, it's not solid. It's just that they break the ice. Um, so you spend the best part of the afternoon just going around assessing all that kind of stuff. Um, everything seems to be fine for winter. This is the second is the second winter for Kalost. I think it's the second winter for Kalost. Is that right? It is. Yeah, yeah it's the second winter for Kalost. That's one we literally just starting out in it. Yeah, so. it's the second winter for Kalost. And these people have gone through many a winter before. Um, and they're familiar with it. They know exactly what to do. Um, most of the sh the sheep, uh, goats, and that have been brought in off the actual moorland, um, and have been brought further closer into Kalost itself, um, and that's not simply just to be able to um, keep them warm or anything stupid like that. It's to basically for protection. There's a lot of wild animals that do hunt yes. out on the fields um, over winter. Um, wolves have been like wolves. Yeah, <laughs> wolves <laughs> have been known to these are wild wolves that um, run across the uh, the open moorland. Uh, have been known to take off with uh, sheep and goats and other livestock um, over winter, obviously. Um, it is something that the Rohirrim are aware of. Uh, are aware of. Horses have been brought in from the fields mo much more prized by the Rohirrim than over over normal livestock the horses have all been stabled um, to the point where the horses stables are probably as well catered for as a normal Rohirrim residence food wise you're adequately fine your cheese factory uh, is in the first year of production um, your cider presses have been uh, running um, quite well um, the first of the of the cider has been um, uh, barreled um, and is just fermenting in its own sheds and don't forget your tobacco your tobacco that was hanging upside down um, it's not tobacco so it is it's yeah, a tobacco as such but it's a very it's more like a like it's a normal like a normal pipe weed kind of thing uh, that's been hanging up uh, nailed to the uh, the cross beams and the leaves have been falling um, into separated crates on either side of a barn um, very brittle and delicate to the touch and when you pick them up and like they literally just fall apart in your hands to almost like tea leaf kind of c uh, consistency um, mm -hmm. the potency of it the strengthness of it the effect of it you know I mean the, the actual like um, the flavor and all the rest of it nobody knows but it's the first attempt being able to create this thing you've dubbed this one the tobacco barn um, and yeah, the mare's tail yeah. yeah the mare's tail the mare's tail uh, tobacco barn 
and it's um, they're going through their first uh, season of um, maturing it. I would say maturing it. They've got to let it settle and they've got to let it dry out completely um, before it will be packaged up into equal quantities, um, weighed obviously, and and then agree. Uh, you need to find somewhere where you can actually sell it. Um, as well, okay. But that that's for the year to deal with another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be taking some with me anyway to you know have a party. Some hours go by, and you're in your study in the manor house, going over the paperwork um, that Freya left. Um, <laughs> um, looking through various activities and journals, and everything seems to be in order. Everything seems to be all dated and signed and marked off. Um. You can see the 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 um, the ink trails from the quill that she used to be able to uh, keep a tally of everything. Um, supplies going in, supplies coming out, um, expenditure, all that kind of stuff in your books. Um, mm -hmm. It is a requirement for a lord of Rohan to keep legal books. Um, for the state, um, the you can be inspected at any time by an inspector, um, an auditor from Edoras. So, it, it's basically general practice. Um, um, it, it it helps to evaluate the wealth and the growth of Rohan, if um, uh, prosperity uh, pr prosperity of Rohan needs to be um, like taxation needs to be redirected to various areas, yeah, such as a, a bad harvest kind of thing, um, or somebody finds a gold mine or somewhere, yep. yeah, that kind of thing. So y it's a requirement for you to be able to keep over that kind of stuff. So you spend the majority of the afternoon actually going through that stuff and making sure everything seems to be okay, ready for signing it off. Yes, something you do at the end of winter, you sign it off. Um, and I'm there with your abacus and um, counting stones. You are in a small pair of scales to off to one side for doing adding subtraction. You um, are doing your number crunching. And there's a lot of commotion coming from outside. It's like a whole load of troops seem to be riding into the courtyard outside the manor house. You hear the rolling of wagons, the clappering of horses' hooves on stone cobbles. Oh no, we're under attack. <laughs> um, Get up and quick! <laughs> And there's a there's a there's a lot of commotion coming from coming from outside. You hear some of the okay. some of your villagers uh, are um, seem to be shouting and seem to be um, moving around like you can you can instinctively make the sound of footsteps running. Um, there's definitely the sound of chainmail. Um, 
brushing against. I'm in my study still, yeah? Yeah, you're in your study, yes. You're doing your number and you're adding up and you're kind of signing yeah, off and okay. stuff. I think I'm just going to stay here because it just sounds like someone's arrived with delivery stuff. Just, just yeah. Um, you continue to sit there and, and make sure you got these numbers in the right orders and things in the right place because yeah, it two, wouldn't be the first six. time. Four plus one. Yeah, four plus one equals nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Divide that. By, by that, yeah, and carry the ten. Again. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh damn it! Whisper God to carry the ten before I <laughs> carry the ten. Okay. Damn. Carry the ten. Yeah. Pocket that gold. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Minus the, the forty. Minus the forty-two and yeah. subtract the. Other I one. do try to. I try to keep the numbers in correct. You can't to keep. Yeah. <laughs> but my working out. I have a very unique working out system. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's 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 a combination of counting stones and abacus, a pair of scales, and your fingers. Um. Okay. No toes. <laughs> Are you what? I have three swords. I always remember. Three yeah, swords. It's a, it's a, the gender three is not a problem. It's beyond that's the issue. But uh, Freya, it wouldn't be the first time that Freya has actually pointed out a lot of errors that you've made. In the past. Yeah, she's <laughs> better than this. Oh yeah, she, she's, she's a trained administrator. She's a trained administrator. She's gone through like um, Rohirrim Academy kind of thing, and yeah, she deals. She's proper. Yeah, she deals with all the administration. Went to college. <laughs> <laughs> um, she deals with all the administration. She's pointed out numerous times the way that you do your your adding up and, and sums and tallying and all the rest of it is just and it, it wouldn't be the first time that she's gone That's over your work generic. and crossed it out and put like other numbers in and things like that but you give it a go anyway um it's something you need to do at the end of the year and you need to sign it off freya's not there she's not going to be there for quite a while so you might as well spend the time doing it spend the time doing it in that time yep. there's uh, an arrival of a whole group of people I'm hmm I'm kind of curious, I'm, I'm sorry to butt in, but I am kind of curious, like, if any of us are confronted with having to do this, <laughs> what kind of role do it's we basic have to There's basic maths and advanced oh, okay. maths, and you do have them on your list, yeah, advanced maths and basic maths. So, so what feel is having to do right now, is that basic maths? It's basic maths, maths, yeah, if it's basic maths, if you just like doing add and subtraction kind of stuff, it's advanced maths if you're trying to calculate trajectory and, like, like uh, catapult launches and stuff like that it's advanced maths okay so say for example you're you're on a catapult on a city wall and you're trying to hit something like an, a, a group of men coming towards you to <coughs> attack you need to do advanced maths to be able to calculate trajectory and thrust and all that kind of stuff it's the advanced maths i'm not as great with but basically oh <laughs> oh my basic maths is terrible and my, <laughs> my advanced math is also terrible yeah Okay. Um, I'm looking at minus 16. Yeah, so nine times out of ten, you get it wrong. Yeah. Plus, plus one for my basic. Yeah, but what's this close? My basic one. math is 68. There you go. And That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. below me. Uh, uh, usually... Advanced math is the double the 21. Yeah, so if you if you got a good advanced math, it means you can do like. Uh, area and circumference and diameters and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, diameter. I'm, I'm the one with the brains volume. And this is this, is, this is volume <laughs> and stuff like that. You can calculate you big that numbers. Sort of thing for like how distance your spells are and you know, you know the volume. Yeah, it's volume, area of effect and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> volume. Yeah. Uh, basic mass yeah. is basically saying right one and one and another one and another one. <laughs> if I had a better score, 
if I had a better score in advanced maths, could I do more uh, like trajectory type things with my what if you got like being able to calculate angles and, and stuff like that? You, you, you possibly yeah. not necessarily deal more damage, but you might be able to like deflect it off some an angle or something like that. You'd be able to calculate I angle. To, I might need to find ways of getting enhancing my basic math. <laughs> so angles are advanced math. math. Angles are advanced math. Anything to do with angles uh, is advanced math. If it's just simple add and subtraction, it's basic. Yeah, it's in Zelly's instance, <laughs> she can do going. like multiplication. Yeah. Thank God we're going to Rivendell. Might need to find a math teacher while I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, hey, you teach me maths. <laughs> the, el the elves have a unique <laughs> way of doing maths anyway, so. Um, just just a completely weird way of doing <laughs> it, but we'll get to that. Um. <laughs> You're doing your num you're doing your adding ups, you're doing your sums and all this thing. There's a, a commotion outside. There's a knock on the door. Out of the manor house. There's a knock on the door. Yeah. Like somebody like just knocking on the door and then stops for a second and then there's an another knock on the door re repeatedly. As if it's in, like it's it, it Somebody's trying to get your attention. It's important. It's urgent. It's like and then there's a pause and then did my study door or the big main No the main door of the house, yeah, your study's just off from there then. Then why isn't my housemate person doing it? I'm then maybe they're busy. No. They go and do my door. No, okay. I will get up and go and open the door. I'm not that bad. I'm not gonna answer like answer the phone. Anything to get away from that. Sitting next to the phone and the phone's ringing No. Um, you get up, you go open the door, and then there's a... I will go and open the door. Um, you can see one of your, your um, uh, charge hands. They're not called sheriffs, they're called charge hands. The charge hands from the, um, um, uh, from y when you patrol officers, your charge hands. He's knocking on the door, and uh, he stood there, and he's like, he's got his back to you to begin with, and he turns around, he's going to knock again, and he sees you standing there, and then just pauses before he knocks your chest. Um... He says, oh, uh, and he points over, um, Gondorian soldiers. And you can see what they've done is the right. Gondorian soldiers have all ridden in on horses. They are pristine. They're, their horses have got, like, nice embroidered, um, uh, well, These aren't, so like, soldiers from the top. From the... They're, they're from the fortress. No, no, these are gone. I just no. Well, oh, the, 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 these <laughs> are um, these are not Gondorian soldiers from. They're like royal. royal yeah, they're like royal. They've got royal garments, kind of thing. Okay. Even on the on their horses, um, multiple coloured horses, mostly uh, dappled browns and um, chestnuts. Oh, is he here already? And they've got. I've been here <laughs> Blue, um, velvet kind of drapery over the top of their horses with um, embroidered white uh, trees. Um, with white and white stars, obviously. Um, dr very dressage. Um, each oh, I mean, are they here early, or is this like is he arrived now? They. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, I've already, already just arrived. He can't be here yet. They've um, they've ridden into the square into the square, and they seem to have created a perimeter uh, with their horses. Um, each one of them seems to be at least um, a, a a full horse length apart from the next one. Turn their horses <laughs> turn their horses sideways, kind of thing. That's how you can see the em the, em the the embellishments of the dressage. Um, 
of the the blue deep blue velvet with the embroidery of the white rose um, on the hinds. Right. Of the so I can guess some of the important. Even the um, the riders themselves are wearing um, real nice, sharply cleaned um, metal um, chainmail um, with a shirt on top, and the shirt on top is a matching a crimson blue of um, uh, like a velvety kind of silk um, with a white tree um, on the chest area of it as well. Um, each one then carries a spear and on the spear there is a white ribbon and a blue ribbon tied around the actual the, the, the you know the metal sharp bit at the top. Um, they're not carrying it lengthways, they're carrying it vertically. There's a, a brass yeah, pommel on the end, like a heavy brass ball on the end of it, and they seem to have weighted it down. So they can ride deliberately with the the weight, the heavy weight of it actually acts like a pendulum. So when they're riding, they can carry the, the spear itself vertically. Um, and they're just resting that heavy ball pendulum on the end of the spear um, on the ground. Um, and it's that sound that you can hear... Um, hitting against the cobbles. The horses, um, uh, again, it's quite frosty, so you can see the steam coming out of their, out of their mouths, the breath, uh, condensing in the air, and there's a lot of um, heat coming from the horses themselves, um, from their legs. Um, you can tell that they've been riding quite hard and probably quite a lengthy amount of time. They've positioned themselves around the perimeter of the courtyard itself in front of the uh, manor house. Um, onlookers have gathered at a distance um, to observe what is happening. There's probably about 20 riders in total. Mm. He's I feel like he's bringing a huge parade. <laughs> the... Um, your henchman, your your, your uh, guard of duty kind of thing, the the guy that looks after the, uh, the the legal matters of like you know the watchman. He um, after telling you, and you're observing the, um, the 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 facade that's taking place in front of you at the moment. He quickly runs off um, and makes way for a small group of individuals who seem to be watching what's going on. Um, before his way is blocked by one of the horse guards. Um, you <coughs> standing in the doorway, coming from your left-hand side, there's a clatter of uh, multiple horse hooves and um, the unmistakable sound of heavy wooden wheels running across cobbles. A carriage arrives um, in the centre of the... Um, of the square. Um, again, this is a. Um, it reminds you of the caravan that you took um, in Lothrorium. Mm -hmm. um, it's quite large. Be nice, posh, decked out. Oh yeah, it's decked out. It's it's quite large. Um, it's got various um, like you know like tail flags. Um, Will that fit through the pass. What the carriage? Yeah, will we able to get this through the pass? Um, or do we have to go a special way for this? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to go through Moria with a carriage. 
<laughs> Might be difficult. Oh, <laughs> I know. There's a lot of steps, though. I don't think he'll survive the steps. <laughs> um, we can make a ramp. <laughs> yeah, you want to build a ramp? Go build a ramp. Um, yeah. Um, if that's the first thing going through your mind, it's like, yeah, this, that that's that's it's gonna be, yeah. Um, it's very well built, um, handcrafted, obviously. Um, the uh, all the the brass ornaments and all the rest of it are nicely polished. Um, there again, there is a a deep blue kind of like a, a combination of blue and white um, canopy. Um, I'm gonna say blue and white. It's like predominantly all blue, except you know those like kind of frilly tassels kind of thing. Um, seem to hang around the edges of it, and there seems to be small like white ropes pulling back at some of the curtains and tie backs and things like that. Um, there's the embroidery of um, the white tree of Gondor um, on the side of it, uh, and the, and again there's this okay. like the, it looks like tail end bunting kind of thing. Kind of like like small little flags, kind of not not heraldry kind yep. of flags or coat of arms or anything like that. Just small little kind of like little triangles of white and blue. Just decorating. Yeah, again, like off the sides of it. You know what I mean? Um, kind of thing. Um, there is a carriage door, um, and this carriage door has glass in the windows. Um, not not massive amount, not huge massive panes of glass kind of thing, but like you know, like kind of a. Um, a lead-lined kind of thing, not stained glass, but uh, the similar kind of thing. Um, and you can see there's figures on the inside. Um, you can't tell how many figures, but it it's a carriage that could probably accommodate around six to eight people. Wow. Okay. okay. There's two. Is it just one wagon. Oh, sorry. No, it's been pulled no by four horses. Yeah, it's been pulled by four horses, and there's two drivers. But it's just the one wagon, yeah? It's just the one carriage, yeah. One carriage. Yeah. It, it, it's a wagon, but it's more like a caravan kind of thing. It's like an RV, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's, like it's big. Yeah. Um, and that pulls into the centre. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's like it pulls into the centre of the um, the square in front of the Manor House of Camels. Um, sends chickens going, you know what I mean? Um, you hear the, 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 you know, they, they just like clock, 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 and then they just bolt it kind of thing. It it's very startling, the entrance. Um, it comes in, like into the square at full pelt, literally, and then just seems to stop within like maybe a dozen feet. It comes to an ab abrupt stop. Yeah, everything seems to be done really, really quickly. The horses came in quite quickly and then just took up positions um, and, pos you know, like organized themselves, created a a safe perimeter and then this carriage just comes in and just like racing and then just stops abruptly when the, okay. when the drivers gets down takes a couple of steps steps down like literally launches himself because he's quite high up onto the floor itself and you can see the the uh, driver is wearing similar um dressage except his seems to be a black dressage with the occasional white tree of gondor uh showing um he's got a, a hat 
and in the, uh, on the hat itself there, there is a blue feather long black cape and he's got riding boots like black leather um, uh, you know uniform riding boots um, you can see he's armed with a sword um, black belt um, and a black tabard with looks like a white shirt underneath um, and he's got a, a black um, like riding mask as well he pulls down his riding mask makes his way over to the carriage door um, turns the handle it's very ornate decorative little handle and uh, opens the door and when he opens the door um, a mechanism releases three steps that slide out from underneath the carriage oh that's fancy yeah And stands to one side. You're looking in the looking at the carriage to see like who might be in there, um, and towards half your audience as well when they're trying to get a sneaky peek when they're looking trying to look beyond the horses that are making up the perimeter. Um, these horse guards are not standing to attention or anything like that. They just seem to be observing. Not the carriage, but they seem to be looking out from the carriage. Uh, in, in the centre. You know, they've got their backs to the carriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they seem to be observing the residents of Kalos. Watching, um, watching them. Um, in the meantime, the audience of Kalos, Kalos your, uh, your, your villagers, seem to be trying to, like duck and dive and try to move from side to side and try to look like around the actual the, the figures on the horses and the horses themselves to see if they can see who's coming out of the carriage a uh, couple of minutes go by um, and then you see a hand and in time out stop steps King Aragorn steps down into the yard the courtyard in front of you of the manor house the driver steps back away from the carriage door, bows, and takes a couple of steps back. Maragon holds the door, the, the carriage door open, and then there is a, a female hand steps out, and you see Lady Arwen gently taking one step at a time, stepping down into the courtyard I go in the manor and shut the door and close all the windows okay <laughs> you want to do that? I could, I could. Okay. okay. No. <laughs> you feel like it you feel like it it's like okay like it because they're well wordy. It's like Jesus. It's like another three, four days. I expected you, not now. You know what I mean? You're early. Hmm. Got nothing ready for them yet. Um, Aragorn is heavy fur. <laughs> like the buff dressed in seems to be very thick, warm, heavy furs. Arwen's um outfit is similar to the one that you saw her when um when you left uh, Thabad a year or so ago. 
Um, a w heavy yep. wolf skin pelt. Um, silver and white and black in, in places. Um, Aragon seems to be a, a, of a similar style, but um, much make it makes them make them look look much bigger. Um, they both step down into the into the courtyard, and Aragon looks over and notices you, and then turns to Lady Arwen and seems to whisper something, and then comes m walking towards you. He's not too far away. I'm not dressed like smartly. I'm just dressed. In normal I know. I know. It's fine. He comes over and he's got a, he's got a smile and he grabs hold of you and he puts her arms on either side of your shoulder and he kind of like pats you and he says, "It's good to see you, old friend." Sorry, you can't really out there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. hey. you did. You've been a bit iffy. Have I? Before, it's like you're no, yeah, it's okay. there anything you can close because it's, it's occasional. I can make um, out what you're saying most of the time, but it's. Hard. Mm, I'll tell you what. Say that right now when you said, "Oh, am I?" Go, mm, none of the noises has come through. Has it? No. <laughs> like you just, it's been fine <laughs> since you've done all that. I've done all that. Okay. <laughs> um, let me. Let me just try that. Is that better? You still got a little bit of a like. Bye. I, I don't even know how to describe it, honestly. Okay. Um, where did we get up to? Uh, he came out the carriage. He came out the carriage. He's got a big smile. He's got, he hasn't got a massive smile. He's not got a huge, massive grin. He's um he's smiling, and he comes over and he grabs hold of you by the shoulders, like one arm on each shoulder. Um. Well, on the upper arm, I would say upper arm. Kind of grabs hold of you and he says, "It's good to see you, old friend." Right, yeah, you're not meant to be here yet. You're like another three, four days yet before you're meant to arrive. Kind of smiles. Nice to see you. <laughs> he smiles and he says, Last time I saw you, you had one of my ships. That is correct. He looks around, he says, I don't see any ships. The ship should be already on the way back. I've travelled from far bar to get here, to get stuff sorted, to meet you, to go to the wedding. I left the boat in far bar to travel back to Pedagir. Sea Graves is currently controlling it and getting jobs and doing stuff. Ah, right. Well, that explains why I haven't heard from the. Uh, he hasn't heard anything from the ship in the last like since whenever. To be fair, the ship wouldn't have arrived back yet. <laughs> I know. He just said he, he hasn't heard anything from the ship yet. Like he, he was, like, he was expecting some kind of news, but he hasn't heard anything from the ship. We've had an issue with the ship a few times. Oh, he can explain it to me later, and he, he, he kind of like, yep, he's like, yeah, we will, we'll catch up on that kind of thing. Like, where's his ship? Um, what have you done with his ship? Kind of thing. You get the. I've got a ship now as well. <laughs> you get the impressions like they, they it, it is something about the ship is like it hasn't it hasn't returned or it hasn't come back or it, he, he hasn't seen it since you last took it that's right I haven't seen it since I last let it go yeah um 
He turns to Lady Arwen. Lady yeah, Arwen kind of. Hmm? Right, I let them in the house, I guess. Let them in. Um, the. So they have to come inside and out the cold air. We'll you you invite them inside well. and uh, Aragorn kind of ste um, allows steps to one side and lets Lady Arwen in. Um, Lady Arwen kind of smiles and bows her head um, and steps into the manor house. Um, Aragorn stands to one side and um, you on one side of the doorway and Aragorn's on the side of the doorway kind of thing in the in the entrance area um, just outside. Um, and then you see Gideon step out of the carriage. Oh yeah, I was supposed to better, like, wait to find out who else is. <laughs> just, just yeah, forget everybody else. Just. Wow, I did. <laughs> um, Gideon steps out. Honestly, like I totally forgot. I, I really did. Gideon looks a little cleaner, a little smarter than the last time you saw him. <coughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Cleans up better. Okay. Yeah, cleans up better. He looks. He's at a haircut. He's at a shave. Um, looks much 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 neater. Um, be a beat. Okay. Oh my! I forgot about everyone else coming as well. What am I gonna do? They're so early. Oh, <laughs> got nothing made, nothing prepared, nothing. They're gonna have to hang it's around. We know Whisper doesn't want to hang around. <laughs> we have to send them off. It's quite cheeky of them being like, "Where's me bear? Where's me book?" I know. It's like, what? Well, you're the one who put me in control. I didn't want it. Hey, he hasn't said any. He hasn't like said anything that you know, because he has got me in his dream the other night. Why hasn't he like been like? the night prior to uh, that. Say world. like, oh yes, <laughs> like, like pin it back on me or something. I was expecting something to... Do, do you really want him to pin it back on you? Well, no, I want him to acknowledge that I talked to him. <laughs> yeah, no, but he, might he's still talking do about the that. boat at the moment because I'm initially signed for the boat as a temporary oh, yeah. captain, aren't I? And it's like, well, technically well, I'm still we'll see temporary when captain he... on this boat. Even though I sent it that away, I'm still temporary <laughs> captain on the boat. But I'm saying that like, at the moment yeah. they're supposed to be going and doing some jobs for us. So the thing is, you stuff. said about like, oh, you're way early, and he's just like, where's the boat? Instead <laughs> yeah. of like, instead of like, yeah. um, oh yeah, uh, Esther warned me that, uh, yeah. It's not where's the beast, it's where's the boat. Where's the boat? Well, hopefully Graves is alright. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there you go, there's the episode name. Where's the boat? Where's the boat? Yeah, where's my boat? Where's my ball? That is the next song to Where's My Keys. <laughs> <laughs> right. Where's my ball? Where's my ball? Where's my ball? So Gideon looks pretty smart. He's had his shave, he's had his hair cut, he's cleaned up, he's Hi. wearing a nice smart. Um, he's alive. He's scuffed up. Nice smart uniform kind of thing. It doesn't have much embellishment in the way of... You can see there is like a white tree of Gondor kind of styling to it. Hmm? I that's Lady Arwen's touch right there and then. She's like, no, you're not looking like a completely uh, a complete scallywag looking uh, going to marry my cousin in Lothorian. No, you're, we're, we're going to clean you up. Yeah. Um... Totally her. Totally her. Totally can see it. <laughs> 
Um, and then after um, Gideon, you see a young Marisha stepping down out of the carriage. Hey, Marisha! I haven't seen that for like donkey years. Uh, <laughs> wearing a, a a a simple kind of like peach kind of dress, peach in color kind of dress um, with. Um, uh, like ribbons of well, I green. I haven't sorted my own clothing out for this yet. Hmm? Just realised I haven't even sorted my own clothing <laughs> out for any of this. Um, it's it's got kind of like got, it's got like uh, light green kind of um, ribbons uh, decorated around it. Um, white and peach in predominant kind of thing fashion. Um, she's got a, a hairband um, of woven willow. Um, very natural but very intricate and delicate um, and her hair has been brushed straight um, it's grown since the last time you saw it it's now like partly down her back mm -hmm. um, one by one they they come up to you and uh, Gideon smiles when he sees you. Um, looks around the place and says, "You haven't done too bad, have you?" Not too bad. I mean, you know, building it back from scratch again. Looks fine. Looks great. Now oh, we've got big plans for it. I'm sure you have. Takes a step inside. Have a go and kind of like presses his hand against his back as if to say, just keep moving, keep moving. Marisha comes up and uh, when she sees you, she smiles and she kind of runs up to you and grabs hold of you around the waist. Hello, Marisha. How have you Gives been? you a hug. Um, she says she's done lots. She's been learning a lot about uh, history, um, elven history, and um, she's been doing some painting, and um, and she's been doing some uh, like map reading, uh, looking at maps, uh, big old maps, some as big as like, and and she points to the carriage out out the back there. She says some as big as that carriage out there, big ones. Big. Yeah, um, and she's been doing some music, and she's been doing some um, some uh, some some acting as well, some acting and some um, and things like that. Very good. So you had a good time. Yeah, uh, I I'm, I'm going and I'm going to go and I'm going to go to Rivendell. Yeah. Well, go and get yourself inside. Get yourself cool. Yeah, I'm going to see if my music box is still there. Yep. I'm going to show Gideon. Is Freya here? No, she's currently on the way to Rivendell. Oh, I was hoping to see her. I was going to tell her all about the things I've been doing. How about the Breton? Um. I assume she knows this wedding. Mm hmm? 
presume she knows there's a wedding. That's why. Oh we're yeah, she she knows all about it. She's like, yeah, gonna see Alwyn and Alwyn Gideon, and and they're gonna see the elves, and they're gonna go to Rivendell. And she's never been to Rivendell before, and she's looking forward to it. And she's heard about Lord Elrond and and all that kind of stuff. And she's like, yeah. And then she runs off, and uh, you assume she's gone to her room. Everybody seems to make their way into the house. She's gone to her room, um, and um, she's looking for. Hang on. So as she's running inside, and like, um, I turn to Aragorn. I say, so no candle. Grandiose word people nowadays. Mithrandir. Um, I'm. I assume he's making his own way to Rivendell. Oh, okay. Have you got some sort of like teleportation magic you could have used? Kind of sniggers himself. <laughs> he's like, who knows with him? Damn it! Could have used that. <laughs> <laughs> we all could have used that. Uh, yeah, um, go in. Uh, as I say, you're here early. Not prepared for anything. So that's quite okay. That's all right. That's fine. We um, we are in a hurry. Not long. Winter is. You had to hurry. No, he says. He says we are in a hurry. We don't have long. Uh, winter is upon us, and. I've only just arrived like last night. I've got nothing prepared. I've got no gifts made and no nothing. And what about the um, the stuff? Has they still contacted you and asked for stuff? Still contacted me and asked for stuff. Yeah, I, I, I asked her to ask you. We did have a communication, a chat, uh, brief. Well, depends on your point of view, but for me, it seemed brief. Um. <laughs> For me, it seemed brief. Um. Brief, he says. What? For him, <laughs> it's brief. Um. We we discussed several things. Um. There was some mention of. Uh, preparations of gifts and things like that we uh, unfortunately my communication with her came after a family communication and then with that she he looks over towards the Arwen and Arwen's talking to Gideon um, and Gideon's talking with Arwen and Marisha's like relocated her box of of um chalks um that she had colored chalks um and a a slate a a chalk slate um and uh, is basically just making basically checking out things that she's left behind and kind of like she's gone to see that they're still there and you haven't got rid of them or anything like that mm. um Aragon's explaining that they're the he did have a t chat, a talk with Estelle, um, a long distance communication. But her communication came um, a day or so after his chat with. Um, he had a, a, a message from Lord Elrond uh, via another party. And he again, he looks towards Arwen. 
He says, um... Well, that just sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he He's looking at Arwen. And he's like... I'm looking at Gideon. And he says, Sometimes I can't really tell who's the most excited about this wedding. Talks to Theo and that means I got yeah. Him? Oh, that means he didn't bring anything. Talks to he says to he says to you, Leo. He's like, sometimes I can't tell who's like most excited about this wedding. My money is it's not the groom. <laughs> I don't know if it's the bride at the moment. Also, I like left the nearest sort of a up and outing really. Come. I'm sure you've <laughs> got nice some. Oh. He says, "I'm sure you've got some uh, something to drink around here, while we all get warmed up and acquainted. You can bring us up to speed on the news of um, Estelle Fair." Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, well, bring yourselves in. They make the ways into the. the get the uh, fires going and make some. Yeah, stuff the fires going. The She's got most of the fires going, kind of thing. Takes a little while to be able to get the place warmed up. She provides you with some drinks. Um. Just a heads up to all of you here. I've only just arrived, so we haven't actually got much anyway. I've only been here for a few hours myself. We won't, from my knowledge, you weren't supposed to be here until a couple of days later, like three, four days. I was going to have stuff prepped and ready, and we're going to have a like, banquet and everything, but obviously that's not going to happen now. So just, you know, be prepared to be bog-standard, normal people. Gideon and, and, I say, Gideon Gideon and right Aragorn now, are quite quite familiar with like having bog-standard stuff. Uh, Lady Arwen's like, she'd be happy um, with whatever is being whatever. Um, Marisha is just d totally disinterested in what you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, she knows anything. <laughs> so. Yeah, she's totally disinterested in whatever you're talking about. Um. Oh, I suppose we better do what we can and get some drinks and talk yeah, about stuff. Drinks have been brought to yeah, you, you provided. Try to sort out um, where we'll hang on. Let's sort out like hmm? accommodation, like how you planning to get across where we're going to travel and this is the plan route I want to go and like, we do all that talk how do you expect to travel there like do you have enough materials to camp out or like what is the process you're going through because I was getting ready to start trying to get stuff for camping and we go to Lorien and we drop off there so we can get some other stuff and then from Lorien go through the pass and carry on to Riffinelle. Their plan is to go through the pass yes. Um, they would take the carriage as far as they can probably go. The idea is to get to Lorien, and then at Lorien they rendezvous rendezvousing with a um, elven party, elven group. Okay. Who will take them the rest of the way? They they're going to take the carriage as far as Lothlorien. And then it, when they get to Lothlorien, they will abandon the carriage and they will go by horse from there on outwards. But they will be guided by the elves through the gap of uh, through the um, the Redhorn Pass. All the gifts you're taking are going to be on horseback, yeah. The majority of them, yes. Well, as far as Lorien. 
far as Lurian, they'd be on horseback. Then what, well, Lurian, they're not on horseback? No, no. They, they'd be in the carriage. They'd be in the carriage with the gifts. And they'd be taking them to Lurian, and then from Lurian... You've got all your, all your gifts in the carriage now? Yes. How the hell do you pull that off? Like, I haven't had no time to make anything or get anything prepared. Mm, simple trinkets. Um, uh, I, uh, you know, it's like, oh, well, well, you're lucky, you're wearing a <laughs> you already had the ups and knowledge. We learned recently that we've got to get like a gift to everyone. And it's like, oh. Simple, simple trinkets. Um, Can't help but wonder if that was an, uh, a backhanded insult. <laughs> <laughs> well, simple trinkets. Like, majority of which he's, is. He's lucky, because, he's lucky because he's married to an elf. Yeah, well, he had the like, inside knowledge. Yeah, but that, that feels like well, a normal kind of insult. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> maybe, but... So I, they may be king and queen, but they're just normal people mm. to me at the moment. At the minute, at the <laughs> minute. Um, they, Aragorn explains that they are, they are taking, in fact, they are taking some, um, some gifts. Um, that gift is a, a large, um, vat. Well, but it's like it's like a like a crystal decanter. It's a crystal decanter with a liquid in. The liquid is a perfume created by the. Uh, it's made from the blossom of the white tree of Gondor. Yeah. Yeah, it's a perfume, um, and with that they have um, small smaller bottles, like small little vials. Um, which they intend to fill with the scent of the white tree from Gondor um, perfume and then hand that out. Okay, yeah. Okay. He says um, it was Arwen's idea. Something small, portable and uh, desirable and indistinguishable from anywhere else on Middle-earth. Um... And I got uh, tobacco. Eh? I got tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a representation of Gondor, and to be able to give a gift of Gondorian scents, kind of thing, like like you know, a perfume kind of thing, made from the the blossoms from the or the fallen blossom from the white tree of Gondor, which is descendant of the trees of the Valinor. Um, is an ideal gift, don't you think, for a wedding? I mean, the two trees, bride and groom, perfume, um, and it's very portable, believe it or not. It's, um, I think she did really well in thinking of that. What do you say? Yeah, I mean, I have, I, honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm trying to get like my wood people to make some wood carvings and sort like feel so big and so wide and big really, oh. you know. How many wood things will you be taking? Well I thought about thirty. Okay. Hmm? Then we've also got some like uh some cider, some tobacco. Uh I've also got some cheese I wanna take and try as well because we're in the process of doing all this stuff, and I go through the list of what we're processing and doing, and trying to keep stuff up. And uh, you know, it's a trial and error run. We want to find out if anyone's got any knowledge, and just a little bit of time, and find the feedback on it. Right. Okay. Okay. Um. 
guy like we had or what what's happened since so I've you, left. You're gonna, you're gonna take a whole lot of wood, uh, some thirty pieces of wood, um, some tobacco, some cheese, and some cider. Yeah, and like there was some metal like um, candelier things that the, the blacksmith was gonna make with the woodworker. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, it's an awful lot to take, don't you think? I don't know, thirty people. <laughs> just for the elven side, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> hmm. I've never been to an elf wedding. I ain't got a clue. I've just, you know, last minute we get told we have to give everyone a gift. Almost, it's like, oh, jeez. Yes, yes. A, a token, a a symbol. What's that? Like? The, the tokens are only about yay big and like yay big, yay big and. Yes, yes, of course. I mean, obviously, the the, the symbolism involved is um, is important. It's more important than the actual gift itself. It's something that they will keep and something that they will treasure or enjoy. I'm not, I'm not allowed to take any swords, so that's out. I can't take any no. dead carcasses. No, so well, no, we don't want them. Also, all the all the horses I'll be taking with me, they'll be travelling with us as well, and then they'll be setting free over there as well, just so we can have them. <laughs> The horses won't probably make it back again, not for the other, not this side of the winter anyway. These are horses that are like, pretty much done their duties and had a lot of hardship through their lives, so you know, they deserve a bit of free time as well now. <laughs> <laughs> early, reti early retirement. Yeah, uh, you know, they've, they've seen enough war and they've seen enough battle, these, like, ah. they're, they're done. Alright. Well, I'm sure they'll find them. Is that um, too much? Is that not enough? Like, you know, give me an idea. I, I, I don't know. Is that bad? Good? What? Should I just take the tobacco? But <laughs> <laughs> then, as far as I know, elves don't smoke. <laughs> Tobacco's for the humans, I don't know, to be honest. Well, and to answer the question of do elves smoke, he looks around the room and he's like, he kind of whispers into your ear, but not quite actually like whispering into your ear. He kind of leans over and says, the wedding hasn't started yet, now has it? Who knows? By the end of it, we might all be smoking. I definitely will be. I've had some of this <laughs> He says, I'm sure everything's going to be fine. Um, yes. Let's hope we can just get it there in one piece. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, so what I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll just because he wanted me to tell him about, like, Estelle Faye and all that. Yes, yes, uh, tell us. So I'll go through what What's I remember happening? of what I'm sure Gideon's looking forward to hearing some news hard. about Olwy. I'll tell him about the travel on the boat, what we've done so far, who we've met, where we've, like, caught the pirates, and oh, yeah. that I've acquired my own ship now, and hmm. <laughs> that we've, we've been to different areas, we've met the, uh, the dwarf people, or humans, whatever they were, druids on the islands. Oh, yes. Uh, we uh, met a man who could turn into a werebeast at night, or on some command. We don't actually know yet, because curse stuff. We went to Farbar. Aragorn's, like, listening to everything, kind of, like, making mental notes kind of thing. Alwyn is, like, ha listening and then half-listening kind of thing. Oh, like, you'll never forget, uh, this is the one thing that sticks in my mind. All we, as we were on the boat and we're fighting the pirates, jumps over. Uh, this is against the command I said. I, I said, everyone stay back, let me go over first if need be, because you know, me being like a tanky guy. 
Or we jump straight over in the middle of everyone. There's a commander, there's three other people around her. And then she just stands there for a minute. <laughs> stands there while people are trying to towards her and coming to attack her. She's like dazed almost, you know. When, oh. Gideon's like Nightmare, listening to like we're always getting reckless. up to him. It's like, yeah, oh, he explains that Owe was always reckless. Absolutely reckless. I mean, I don't mind if she wants to fight with a sword, I, I've offered, I would help her train with the sword. And yeah. Alwyn kind of half smiles, looks over that, towards Aragorn, and then turns towards Gideon. She says, Oh, we never did like taking orders from a man. That's fair enough, but she didn't have to jump in the middle and nearly get herself killed. She was lucky that I actually came after her and jumped in front of her to protect her. Aragorn kind of responds by saying, Life will not be dull for you, young Gideon. That's for sure. Yeah, you make sure you always got protection. <laughs> <laughs> Ways and one. <laughs> <laughs> Theo's right. Don't go upsetting the girl. Now, don't kick her when she's asleep either. I've learned that the hard way. Alwyn <laughs> <laughs> gives you a strange <laughs> look and it's like. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, if it was a gentle tap, do not do it. <laughs> Gideon's, you know when somebody's sitting oh, there trying to compute thing. everything and trying to put it together in his own mind? <laughs> like, how how best to treat all we? Um, yeah. He's getting he's getting part of the conversation from like, from your experiences, and he's getting advice from Arwen, he's getting advice from Aragorn. And they seem to be contradictive. Yeah? Yep. That's the situation. She just likes dipping around me. Yeah, I wasn't saying that. Oh, we never liked taking orders from a man. Always did her own thing. No matter what she was told. She was always headstrong and always a little rebellious. Aragorn is pointing it out. Little, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> Aragorn's pointing it out, saying that at least your days will never be dull after marrying. Um. All we. Arwen then looks across at Aragorn and uh, with a questioning Our days aren't dull, are they, darling? Oh no, 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 no. Always busy we are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, we. When she set the mind to something, she always followed it through. Gideon looks at Aragorn and very quietly mutters, That's what I'm afraid of. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah? I also explained to Aragorn where the boat's gone. Um, yeah, he explained Aragorn that the bone's gone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told him to go and get jobs up near 
Pelagia. Yeah, right? it's gone towards Pelagia somewhere. He hasn't heard anything from the people, uh, from the crew. He hasn't heard any sightings of it or from the crew or anything. He hasn't heard it from other, like, um, sea captains or that there's been... He, he knew where we were going, so he was never going to hear anything from Oh, it. no, no, he's just saying he hasn't he, heard he any news from taking the, the reason you gave me the boat is to go north up... Yeah, thing, yeah. It's all frozen he up he knew that. Really yeah, he knew that. He just he says he hasn't heard anything from the like. He's he, he's like. In the house, supposed to keep like. Sending you were here. Yeah, he looks around. There's no boat. So where's the boat? Kind of thing. Where's the ship? What happened to the ship? Is everybody still alive? Is, is the crew okay? Is Seagraves doing his job properly? Usual stuff. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, you spend several hours or so just like explaining what. Uh, what had happened um, in the sea voyage? Um, do you include in that Lily? Yes. Okay. Now you explain about the. I do not include the time difference from Lily, but I, they oh yeah, that's what I mean. You did like oh, you the, 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 the witch of Dolanroth. I, I don't say that she's from the throne. No, uh, the no, future, I know that. I do say that she's the witch yeah, of, the of Dolanroth, and he's like, oh, that sounds really. Um, that how she burnt her own house down. <laughs> You, you emphasize that. I swear I did. Yeah, you emphasize that. Um, she can control fire magic with candles, and then she says I burnt the house down or something. Right. So um, I'm at some point, I have to make her house as well. She is useful because she does know information about circle magic and stone statues areas. Ah, oh. interesting. She has got information that has become very useful as well. So. Aragorn says he's never met a person like that before. Nah, you, you haven't. No. Arwen seems to be lost in thought, as if trying to recall some some information. Like, she's not sure if she's actually met somebody like that before, or she has. Mm -hmm. Not she's not sure about it. Probably did when she was younger, when she was in Rivendell with other people. But I'm not going to say any of that. Mm. Um. You have a few more drinks. You know, yeah. Aragorn has more drink than anybody else. Gideon has a couple of drinks. Uh, Lydia Wynn has the same drink and makes it last forever. Um, Marisha continually occupies herself with the toys in her room. Um, mostly writing stuff, drawing stuff. Um, and returns to occasionally back to the room to show Lady Arwen her pressed flowers album. Um, flowers that she's collected from in and around Kalost, um, from the Rohan region, that her and Freya have gone out during the summer and the spring and collected and decided to press and put into a small book, well, into a, a journal. Um, and she's written the name of the flowers and the plants underneath each one as it's been, like, crushed, literally, in the pages of the book. Um and then disappears again and goes looking for something else um, and then returns 30-40 minutes later with some other thing that um, she's done in the past a, a drawing or a um, yeah. you know some along those lines uh, constantly in and out the room Aragorn asks um, also trying hmm? to talk about uh, like where how they're going to stay in like camping and all that. Oh, um, they're taking the caravan as far north as um, Lorien, and then they. No, no, but oh. I mean like, 
important to die and like oh. travel because we won't get to Lori in one day, I don't think. Um, it'll probably take you like uh, if you leave. It'll probably take you a day to get to the um. Um, if you, if if the weather's good, it'll pro and you're on horses. Um, it'll probably take you a day to reach um the wall there, like um Wallview, where Wallview used to be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, their intentions are to leave the next day. Yeah, they want to get there as fast as they can, or get there before the 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 pass of the Red Horn is blocked. Um, snow is um, is heavy in that region. Aragorn's familiar with it. Gideon's familiar with that region. Arwen is definitely familiar with the region. Um, th right, well they are very familiar with the region. It is going to be blocked. Try and sort stuff out. Mm? Okay. Um, I, 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 you know, I need to get this stuff made quickly than I thought, and get stuff ready for tomorrow to be. Okay. I mean, we'll be leaving tomorrow afternoon or what? Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah, it's, it's winter time. Um, daylight is very short in supply. Um, it's dark on the morning, dark on the evening. Uh, I haven't got nothing ready for this. Come on, give me a chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have the remainder of the evening. Don't have no money to pay any of my men because you know didn't get a chance men. to um, bring it here. Oh, incidentally, the the horse guard will be returning back to Minas Tirith. They will not be travelling with you. Oh, that's good then. But what? It's just the wagon and me, and that's it. Yeah. A, a smaller group. You, like, so you guys. Until you get to Lorien. When you get to Lorien, you'll be teaming up with a group of elves. Yeah, yeah. But like, are you guys okay to camp out? Oh, they're staying in the caravan. Is it like a TARDIS? Is it bigger inside? <laughs> it's it's quite. There's four of them in there, um, and it it can accommodate eight. Um, it does have fold away kind of like canopy beds. Um, you know, like the the, the slide out, pull out drawers, and all kind of stuff, and it is well comfortable and catered, like uh, catered for inside. Right. Yeah. It it, it to say it's it's a wagon or a caravan. It's it's it's, it's like a really big. It's a big one. A caravan. Like where yeah, it's a caravan. caravan. Yeah. Um. Okay. It's an RV. Let's go. Pretty much. Yeah. But it 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 can be accommodating for various things. On the night time, tables are folded away. Uh, benching is converted into sleeping areas and there's fold down beds and things like that and then during the daytime while they're travelling those are all locked away back in place and slide back into place um, and then it just becomes okay. a daily well, travel in that case mm -hmm. do you think when we get to Lurian that we can try to ask around to see if we can get some items or any materials to help Bourbon North due to I, I believe and I'm not 100% sure of this but I believe the plan for me and Estelle and all the others are when the wedding's done, we will continue our journey further north to meet up with her relative. But obviously, the plan is colder, that yeah, colder and colder. So, do you think Lorien has stuff that we can actually do for campsites and all that? Yes, that's the idea. Is that they will travel? Do you think they will be okay to give us the items. Because I got the money. Arwen, Arwen, you get the impression that Arwen's already made prior arrangements that they will travel north. Yeah, that's great for you guys. Oh no, yeah, for you yeah. Um, the, I, I'm sure they'll be able to be, be accommodating. Yeah, he says he he'll sure he's sure that they will be accommodating. Um, they will provide us with supplies. They will provide us with tools, uh, gifts if 
necessary or required. Um, Do you know then? Sorry, I'm jumping a lot. But I know. I'm trying to get all the information out, so I know because you know you've really now told me we're going tomorrow. <laughs> so do you know if uh, Estelle has been able to make contact with the King of Roham to see if they're coming to the wedding? He has sent a messenger. You sent a Aragorn. Messenger. Yes, Aragorn. In the last communication with Estelle. Um, in that, in, that, in prior to, like after that time, he has sent a message directly to uh, the King of Rohan in Dol Amroth. Right. Okay. So after during the wedding, or uh, probably after the wedding, I will need to spend a bit. You of You would time assume he will be making his own way to. I mean, it, in in the time scheme of things, Estelle will be arriving at Rivendell first. Then the plan is that you will be arriving with Aragorn and Arwen and a group of elves in Rivendell and then yeah, probably okay. three or four days later then you'll have the King of Rohan and his uh, his associates uh, arriving so later. That's fine. Um, and won't all arrive at the same time. No. Making his way there. Yeah. He'll make his so own I way there. I need yeah. to some point during the wedding or after the wedding, more likely to go be after the wedding because you don't want to talk about business after, like during the wedding. So maybe after the wedding I need to have a conference with you, Lord Elrond, someone from Calorian. Are you sure there'll uh, be time for that after the wedding? Let's let's deal with the matters at hand. Yeah, yeah, but mm -hmm. I I want to make sure that no one just skips and disappears. I need to have a word with everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a conference. Yeah, okay. uh, with the with the uh, with the winter moving in, and the snow falling, um, like it's not it's not gonna like suddenly clear up within like three or four days. No, I mean, you suddenly appeared. So <laughs> yeah, well, he's already know. traveled from minus truth to Kalos. Yeah, but I use a spell to get from Farbar to here, mm. like super. Yeah, speed, yeah, and like you made it in a, in a day or so. Um, he's been on the road for made a it in three days. Right, and he's 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 been on the road for a couple of days or so with um, horse and carriage and, and and the likes of, and he's made it to Kalos. Just reiterate where we're at here. So that uh, he's gone. Let me just read that. There we go. He he's gone. Yeah, I mean, I there. That's it. Yeah, yeah. A day. But, also, uh, have you been told the themes and all that of the wedding? Oh, yes, yes. You know about this, uh, oh, I've got a flower of a face on it. <laughs> <laughs> got stars, flowery green ivy, and then what? this flower of a face on it. I've, I've drawn a flower in the face in my book. I don't know why. Oh, in your... In... My notes, where I've been writing yeah. the notes of the theme. Okay, well, let's <laughs> flower, flower and faces. Face. <laughs> <laughs> Happy flowers. Um, I mean, it's smiling. I put a smile face on it. So. Arwen has made, like, has briefed him on like what is involved in a in a elven wedding and how it's been adapted and cha like subtly changed, um, and the context of what it's based around. So he's familiar with the themes and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay, um, look, roughly then what do you think I should be taking? If you think 30 gifts is too much... No, he, 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 thinks, he thinks the 30 gifts should be, like, that should be it. He shouldn't need to take, like, I don't know. He's he, he kind of like pulling, pulling numbers, he's like six cider, cheese wheels, 
like five casks of cider and like 400 pound of tobacco that's just like it's not the abundance like, I wanted a variety I didn't want to just say uh, like oh this is wood y yes yes um but it 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 it's the it's the meaning behind the gift it's the it's the symbolism behind right. the gift and that's why we're saying like when Arwen said we'll we'll take some perfume created by the fallen blossom from the white tree of Gondor um and they don't get like Maybe the whole the, the whole jar of perfume they just get a small sample of the perfume um because it's not the perfume that's important it's the fact that it's the blossom it's made from the blossom from the fallen the, from the white tree of Gondor kind of thing so it kind of signifies Gondor but the original tree itself is a descendant of the w of the two trees of the Fernor of the Valinor which is an elven thing and because there's two trees it's like one's male one's female so it kind of brings it all s full circle to like the happy union kind of thing and light and dark and male and female and all that kind of stuff you I mean it's all that kind of like symbolism in it kind of thing so like Arwen okay. was like knew exactly I mean she's had more experience with it obviously um, with like gifts and the the meaning behind them and like, but because it's like the the uh, a perfume from the the blossom from the tree, it's it it's it's Gondor's tree, so it's like you wouldn't be able to get the blossom anywhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I mean so. Another question. Yes. Then. How much do I need to pretty much wear going north now? Due to I don't really it's travel in the cold. cold oh. With Rohirians, we sort of like just stay home. So they do, and I don't. I have never really been out in the cold, like the super cold north weather. So like, I know you guys have been that way before. So what's it going to be like? It's going to be cold. <laughs> it looks at you as like, like how cold, like sort of like how much do I need to wear? Because you want to wear some really furs. You want some furs. You want um, a heavy cloak that can wrap around yourself. Okay. Yeah, um, you don't need snow boots or anything like that. You don't like snowshoes or snow boots, not yet. Oh, I don't need them. Okay, <laughs> well, what if I need to get them? Because where else? Where's the nearest place north? Would you know to buy stuff like that? Lorien, you're stopping off at Lorien. Yeah, yeah, but like, would I have everything? They'll have what you know. They'll have they'll have equipment. They'll have resources. Um, for us to be, to be able to traverse the the pass through the misty mountains. What if I need more stuff to go further north past? The I then Rivendell? you might want to consider the resources of Rivendell. I don't know what Rivendell has now. <laughs> There's artisans and workshops mm -hmm. there. Um, and besides, they probably have. Um, there's like going to a city and you're never in a penny shop to open it. I have no idea what's around. <laughs> North of where you are, there's very few in the way cities. I mean, the closest you've come is Mickle, uh, you know, Micklesbrough. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's like I know what's around me, and I know I can get it. probably in Barbard. I, I can guess what I can get most of the stuff there. But yeah, that other than that, that's I a city. Don't yeah. know much of anything else. Yeah, that's it. Rivendell is travel. Yeah, Rivendell is your. You got Lorien, and you got th 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 these are your, your, your hit points. Your, your like your your target zones is Lorien. Lorien is uh, an elven culture, and they have supplies and they have equipment. 
Um, I, I see you're trying to get me to lower it. No, I know. No, but that th- th- that 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 it made sense for them to game to to go towards Lorien because then they can get supplies and they can get equipment and they can get yeah, provisions. That's fine. We'll go that way. And then go through the gap and um, then go to Rivendell. Um, I mean, if you wanted to, you can go through the mines of Moria. Um, but they haven't made arrangements with the dwarves to get equipment, and we don't know equipment no. the dwarves have got. Or if the pass is clear. Oh, talking about dwarfs, uh, is Gideon's companions showing up? The dwarfs we travelled with him before. Oh yeah, um, he says um, they had a dead eye and all that. <laughs> yeah, pots, dead eye, gloom, and um, axes. They last time you saw them, they were in Manus Tirith for a little bit. There was a little bit of commotion. Resulted in them getting thrown out of a f- of a tavern. Um, then they had a run in with the town guards. Might have got arrested. Then got let out again. Went on a hell of a drinking bender. Then they said that they would be following in a day or two. Had some unfinished business they needed to take care of. No problem. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't forget, you got Worldview as well. Worldview is a city that 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 yeah, that yeah. military training camp. Worldview has nothing for winter times. So it's, it's all mining stuff. Yeah, it is. The majority of it's mining and and a training academy for Rohirrim the Rohirrim soldiers. Okay, no worries. I think I've got everything I need. I can sort out what I need now. Yeah, so I'm good. So okay. uh, I will sort out where they need to yep. speak for the night. Yep. Um, you're sitting wondering that thing. You see the your. Also, no. Hmm? I need to sort out some clothes for Marisha, unless uh, any of you guys have already sorted that out. Um, Owen, Owen's already sorted out her outfit. Her her. But uh, she, she she sorted out three outfits. Marisha, yeah. No, no, for herself. Oh no, I need to know if they sorted anything out. For they've, sorted out they've sorted out no, three no, outfits for Marisha as well. Out. Three outfits for Marisha. King Aragorn has kind of wavered the idea of having three different sets of clothing, and has adapted an idea by which he wears the same clothes but in different arrangements. Yeah, the trousers and top around, you know. In different arrangements. Same trousers. Yeah, like like one day he'll take a cloak off and wear like a um, just his normal. Put a banner on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, no, he's he's um, he he doesn't see the point in having three outfits uh, or needing three outfits for the for the wedding. Um, Gideon will predominantly wear the same outfit for all three night, all three days, as is custom for the bride and the groom. Dirty bugger. No, just it—it it, it makes them easily identifiable in as the bride and the groom kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what are these outfits that have been prepared? Marisha's got well, the moment she's currently wearing her peach one, her peach in, uh, and white. Not elven, are they? They are like human. Face. Yeah, um, partly. 
Um, the the second one um, seems to be some kind of a, a, a patchwork um, assembly of uh, green fabrics. Um, different shades of greens. Elegant and nice. Lace on the ends of the cuffs and things like that. Yeah, uh, and the third one, uh, sorry, the third, yeah, the third one is a, it's a, a kind of, it's like a grey, a grey and a, like a silvery grey with purple. I'm just gonna assume that that means they're the prey, so. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're adequately well. I mean, Arwen kind of reassures you that, like, she's she's okay, she's fine. Yeah, she's got one dress. Yeah, she's got right. one dress to arrive in. Yeah, which is a peach and green thing, kind of thing, not like nice and floral and bright. Um, and then she has a one for everyday one kind of things like a more heavy duty kind of like a patchworky green one okay. um that and you'll be allowing her to travel with you in the caravan thing yeah oh yeah she'll be traveling in the caravan yes the, the four of them will be traveling in the caravan yeah that's fine that's, that's, as long as as long as she doesn't travel in the caravan i'm happy yes yeah, because um, i've got my own horse so i'm fine yes Oh, well, aragon also your red cape's done me world of wonders i'm gonna say um aragon as not his work cape anyway, it was actually the Rowan. Uh, yeah. Um, Argon is, um, actually, it was under the assumption that you had your own caravan, but that's okay. Caravan? You think I've got a caravan? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the blueprints, I'll make one eventually, but. Geez. He wasn't, he, he, he didn't know. But I've got a horse. Ah. Well, um, I'm, I'm just. Well, at least 30 horses coming with me. <laughs> 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 a bit less now that I don't have to take it. It's just like so. herding animals. <laughs> just herding animals. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like okay. These are Rohirrian orders. They follow a line. Okay, just yeah, just like a wagon train kind of thing. Um, yeah. It won't won't nearly be that much now. But okay, no, I'm actually happy with everything we've said. Then um, I'm happy to leave tomorrow. Okay. Um, to worry too much. In that case, uh, they suggest. I'm disappointed that I didn't get my gifts from here, but. Oh, the, the, you, you mean you still you still can? You mean take your cheese and your yeah. tobacco and your cider and whatnot if you want? No, no, it's no. Just, I mean, it's like, a lot to take. I wanted our still to ask you. Oh, yeah. yeah unfortunately, so they, sure um, that, that message came through after they already departed from Minas Tirith. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, what can you do? But. Yes, the weather is against you. Um, season, time of year, it's an elf thing. Oh yeah, don't tell me about that. Things <laughs> <laughs> always be an elf thing. Things <laughs> <laughs> getting in my way. <laughs> but Aragorn completely sympathizes. Um, and, do, and don't let anybody tell you that once it's over, it's over. Good. I one kind of reaches out and pats um, Gideon on the on the knee, saying, 
don't listen to them. Everything will be fine. You know what he's going to do very well. I, mean, I can't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, the rest of the evening is taken up with more polite conversation. Um, light bites, uh, you know, things to eat, and more drinking. Um, between you, uh, Gideon has an. Get some of that tobacco, so Aragorn can try some. Okay, you run out, grab some tobacco, bring it back. It's fresh. <laughs> um, have you, have you got pipes or anything like that? You can only put it in. Aragorn's got a pipe, although uh, when kind of. I mean, I've got my. I was gonna say I've got my own pipe. I don't oh, know if he uh, has yeah, he does pipe. have one, but Arwen kind of like discourages him from using it. Got this one here. Want to try some? He'll try some. He doesn't mind. He says, um, and with that, um, Arwen kind of stands up and she says, uh, oh, "I think um, us ladies will retire if you gentlemen wish to spend time talking." Um, and she stands up and she says, uh, "Okay, Marisha, would you like to show me your room, Marisha?" comes over, like puts down her chalks and things, uh, blocks and uh, like toy figurines kind of thing, Ca uh, wooden carvings that you've created for her in the past that she's half painted. Um, she comes over and she, she gets up, comes over and she takes Arwen's hand and she says, oh it's okay, I'll, I'll show you where you'll be sleeping. Uh, do you want me to show you your room? I'll show you your room. And with that, Marisha... Which room does she take her to? Marisha's deciding. Um, <laughs> with that, Marisha and Arwen leave. Um, and they head upstairs. I forgot where they're going. You know. You're on tobacco, you say? Mm, well. Oh, yeah, I mean, we've had a, pipe few, weed. a guy here working on it. <coughs> Care to join us, Gideon? Gideon kind of stands up, puts he puts his hands on his on his on his um, knees and kind of like pushes himself. And he says, "I don't see what. Uh, yeah, why not? I may as well. I might not get another opportunity to in the future. Might need it after marriage." Guys. <laughs> Aragorn kind of chuckles. Just married life. It's a toughie. Speaking from experience, are we, Theo? Once upon a time. Hmm, interesting. Hmm, then takes the pipe, puts in some vita tobacco. Gets a light from a small splinter of wood kind of thing. He holds it over one of the lit candles and lights the tobacco and kind of like puffs away on it a little bit. coughs rubs his mouth his sleeve puts the pipe back into it mm, it's got a bit of a kick yes it has it's very strong 
good stuff though. Only needs a little. Mm -hmm. I think my sergeant at arms will probably take to this. He likes a good smoke. Yeah. Gideon kind of. But what's happening with your men at the front, by the way? Are they gone or are they still there? Oh, they departed. In the, in the, okay. in the time of the. Like, as you're explaining. <laughs> halfway through around. your story of like what you've been up to with the boat and all the rest of it, they have departed. They have left the village and they've returned back. They're returning back to Manister. All I've also done is I've written uh, a little note to uh, the. Uh, Sand, and she is going to place it on the town bulletin board so everyone knows that King Aragorn is here and will be departing in the morning. So if they want to say bye, bye, <laughs> give them all like the cheers from that crowd, they can do it then. <laughs> but unfortunately, he's not stopping, and we won't be having a banquet in four to three days. Oh, okay, right, okay. You put in a, you put in and everyone else who I've got my stuff ready, they know like we're leaving in the morning. Okay. Like made a small little kind of mini poster kind of thing saying, "Sorry, King Aragorn will so not be staying." Well, we've had our conversation. <laughs> I've been doing we are leaving in the morning. So That's it. Yeah, he will not be Apparently visiting. He will. Hmm. You do what? Yeah, that's what he, he. That's what he wants to do, isn't it? Leave in the morning. I don't. Oh yeah, he must leave in the morning. Yeah. Uh, the iteration is. Um. Yep. Yeah, pretty much straight for breakfast. Like just get up in the morning, make skills ready, have something to eat, and then just leave. Um, go from Kalos to probably make it to as far as Worldview, uh, if not further. Um, I haven't even got my horses packed. Um, and then maybe by day two get to Lorien, and then after that try and make for the for the um, uh, Redhorn Pass, and then hopefully arrive in Rivendell probably in about three or four days' time. Um, after which, like the snow is going to be pretty heavy. Um, from the experiences given to you by Argo, uh, Aragorn and by um, Gideon and by Arwen that tells you that when the snow does descend it does isolate Rivendell off from everything I'm probably only going to need five horses then for this journey aren't I? yeah you're not going to you're going to need a load of horses the, the, they're going to change their horses when they get to Lorien uh, elven horses will be used mm -hmm. yeah they're lighter on their feet. They're, they're, they're lighter on their feet, and they probably they move better in the snow. Yeah. Well, mine are old. Well, they're not old. They're just Yours are like going to be war horse, like like Shire wire <laughs> war horses, <laughs> like plodge, plodge, plodge. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're literally from the battlefield. Yeah, pedigree, yeah. Right? They're going to change those for lighter, speedier kind of um, elven horses, which are lighter on foot. Um, they do get through the snow drifts faster or easier than, um, you know, war horses. No worries. They're going to okay. use their horses they've got now, the Gondorian horses, which are heavier underfoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're used for charging into battle and such as like that. Um, as far as Lorien, after that, they're going to change them. Mm. That's the plan, anyway. No worries. So how's this, uh, the pipes reacting? Oh, oh, yeah, he's um, it, it, it's it's quite palatable. It's it's mild. It's not the strongest they've had before. Hobbits make the strongest. Um, but let's face it, they've had years of practice. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah, they've had years of practice. Um, 
growing it and using it. I always find the hobbits are too strong because once you have a bit, you've like kind of lost all your senses. That some have been known to do that, yes. Um, but it's it's mild. It's um, on the scale of things, it's a, it's a smoother one. Um, think of it like as a a light a light version of tobacco. Like if you had tobacco light or something like that, it's kind of like that. You can probably smoke it and not feel guilty about smoking it. Okie we'll be taking some of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much the evening goes on pretty smoothly it's a combination of um, the pros and cons of married life um, the antics of Olwy um, and what she's getting up to and what she's doing and she looking forward to seeing Gideon at the wedding and, and things like that and then it moves on to who else m might be arriving and who else is going to be there and kind of like it it, it, it it kind of like a watered down diluted Rohirrim's attempt at a stag night yeah uh, we haven't had that yet don't you worry about that yeah um and Aragorn is um like he's like hinting at a Stark Knight, but he hasn't made any plans. We'll we'll definitely have one of those soon enough. Um Aragorn hasn't made any plans for it. He's asking you if you've made any plans for it. Gideon is a bit hesitant about it. And Gideon's kind of saying, maybe elves don't have stagnites. Like, I can't see... Uh, but we're humans, we do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 do it anyway, it's a do human it. thing. I approve. <laughs> <laughs> and when would you have a stagnite? Because it's a three-day wedding thing. I mean... Yeah, yeah, that's it. Pre I mean, Elves, she, Should we have a stag for pre he, he hasn't heard. No, none of them have heard of he of elves. Maybe we should start the stag night from Lord. Elves don't have stag nights. Elves. I mean, I feel like you guys would get there. You're supposed to get there like probably the day after you arrive. Least. Yeah. If 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 they no, do, with they, them. yeah, they're supposed to get there like it's supposed to be like. Over a week, two weeks. Uh, we're going super quick. Here. They're going quick. You're going to be there. You, you, I wanted to be here for four days, but that's probably arrive a day or or at least the word like a, a day or two after Estelle and Dilnjas arrive at Rivendell. Yeah, and like didn't Austria wanted uh, no. Yeah, didn't Austria wanted a week before. Yeah, uh, yeah a week. Yeah, there's not the a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can, you know. I After wanted that. to be home for four days and then travel to Rivendell, but he wants to travel straight away. He wants to get there. Uh, so he he get yeah, get there early. Yeah. And then you have lots of time to do stag nights. And yeah, you get there. Yeah. We should do the stag night the day before he meets Nostriel. 
<laughs> Wait, he's like Get wasted. hammered before yeah. meeting the mom. Oh, can you like turn the lights down a bit, miss? It's like really loud. Um, Daughter, yeah, I think yeah, that's the worst yeah, idea. Yeah. I think it should be the day after because I'm, you know, deal with the bomb no, first and then have the uh, It's no secret yeah. that Nostria wants to get. <laughs> It wants everybody in Rivendell a few days before the actual wedding so she can find out who Gideon is. I don't know if Nostria likes you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Put it out there. The way I'm getting feel from her, because he's human, I don't think she likes like it. Yeah. I mean, th this is the whole emphasis on, like, we have, we've got to get to Rivendell. There's a lot to prepare, there's a lot to plan, and all the rest of it. The reality is. Nostriel just wants everybody at Rivendell before the wedding with plenty of time for her to actually like find out who Gideon is and what he's been, who he is and where he come from and all that kind of stuff. And if you think about it, it kind of makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the idea of her meeting him, that's never... You're not going to meet, he's, he's not going to, this, this is like, this is Gideon and you're going to get married tomorrow kind of thing. It's like, no, that's not a lot, enough time. For Nostriel, that's not enough time. She needs several days to be able to find out who he is and what he's like. We'll have a stag night there. Don't you worry. <laughs> Pick up stuff in Dorian and we'll take it to Riverdale and we'll have a good old stag Okay. Aragorn says he's looking forward to what you've got planned. Yeah. Need a big cake. <laughs> Blindfold manacles. Colour candles. <laughs> oh yeah, we have a bunch of those. Aragorn's like mm, looking. <laughs> he's trying to put the ideas together, but like. Horses. Okay, now he's now he's now he's like okay. Well, definitely interesting. I kid, I kid. <laughs> um, not sure the elves would go for it, though. I feel like maybe they will. <laughs> maybe some of them. I feel like some of the elves in Riverdale are pretty fun. But yeah, the, most of the knights are taking up with a conversation about, like, he the stag knight kind of thing. But the elves don't really have a stag knight, so them. Gideon says the dwarves are built for anything. Just, you know, we'll make sure they haven't got anything dangerous on them beforehand. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I, mean, I took Prince to like a, 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 a side fight. A prince to a side fight. So I feel like taking a groom to a battle royale. Did, did, do you mention Prince Rumelan in your discussions as well? Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's interesting. Okay. I mentioned about the white horse I've got now. Yeah. 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 I mentioned that. Yeah. He. He. he uh, Aragorn yeah. in that conversation says that he's like he knows of Prince Rumelan just through talk and reput reputation. Kind uh, of thing. And also about the assassin guy that like you know tried to kill Lee. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's um. I tell. I don't say who the future person is. No, no. 
I say there's another it's deeply fascinating well. yeah he, 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 it's, it's really fascinating and he can't wait to actually like it, it, it makes him more like we'll get to Rivendell we'll have a few days to talk about things and get caught up and maybe mm-hmm. check in with Elrond and and other guests and see if there's any more yeah. news um, and there will be an opportunity for you to have a council um, before the wedding. No, I definitely need one. <laughs> yeah, before the wedding and probably after the wedding to be able to share information and maybe piece things together and try and sort things out. You know, like mm-hmm. find find some answers. Try and find some answers as to what's what's who these people are and what they're up to and all the rest of it. But at the moment, you can't do that. Um, so I, I haven't got enough people to do it. What I need. No, the conversation diverts into like the uh, future stag night which might or may may not go ahead um the differences between human weddings and and elven weddings um you all being human um you gideon and aragon all being human um how weddings are done in your culture in comparison to how weddings are done in other cultures um, which brings up the conversation of what happens in a hobbit wedding and that deteriorates into what happens during dwarven weddings and what does a dwarven stag party look like um what does a dwarven wedding look like <laughs> 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 yeah um <laughs> so while you're smoking and drinking and talking about these deeply world philosophical kind of like ideas and thoughts about how does a dwarf what what happens in doing a dwarven wedding and what happens in a hobbit wedding and do they have st- did you know the dwarves uh, you know they also have beards female ones that's why you can never know if there's a male or female yeah uh, Aragorn knows that when they're standing up <laughs> in the, the actual altar who do you know who's the groom and who's the bride <laughs> Um, again, you spend most. We just chat about crap like that. Yeah, <laughs> m- most of the night is spent uh, late into the night of just talking about things like that. Um, We're in a nice warm house. <laughs> it's warm. Um, the, the sun sets. Um, and you spend most of the evening talking about that kind of stuff. Um, eventually, you all retire to your rooms. Um, yeah, so I don't actually know where everyone is, but no, but you got plenty of plenty of rooms in this place to be able to accommodate like guests. Yeah, but like they hardly ever get used. They, they don't get used, no, they don't get used very often. But they're 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 always available. Um, morning comes. Um, you're welcome by the ho- housemaid. Um you that um, he, like, uh, that breakfast is already ready served downstairs in the kitchen thanks um, she's made uh, meals for everybody um, she wasn't sure if you wanted anything um, packing like for your trip your journey um, so she's uh, yeah my nice clothes. <laughs> well, 
just thinking more along the lines of food, but you know. Um, so she's put a small parcel. She's put this, some packages together um, of uh, provisions for you to have on the road, so to speak. That's very kind. Thank you. Um, I'm just gonna. Oh, oh she no, informs it's you it's snowing it's outside. Day. Yeah, she informs you that it's snowing outside. It's light snow, but it's snowing. Snowing. Okay. Um, I'm going to just draw Gurbang to activate the curse to find out if I'm cursed or have I succeeded. Okay, go ahead. I believe I have to get a uh, 78. Is it 78 or higher, is it? Uh, hang on, uh, less I can say. I'm not actually sure. Uh, let me just check on it. Where is my curse thing? I've read it down here somewhere. Is it the Friend Slayer level 40? I think it is. Uh, level 40. Look. Uh, I gotta do level forty. What level are you? Fourteen. Fourteen. I'm pretty sure it's level four. Let me just double check. I'm pretty sure it's a level forty spell. I've got to resist against. I'm trying to find the sword down here. Is uh, so the target's level forty. You're level fourteen. So let's. Um, fifteen off eight. So fifteen off forty is twenty-five. So twenty-five off forty-eight. Um, level forty, level resistance. Yeah. Yeah, level forty. I'm just trying to figure out. Let's have a look. Oh, come here. Come on. That's right. Um. So you're level forty. It's forty-eight. I rolled a 27, just so you know, so if I got a high, I lost. I better be careful after all that. Um, yeah, you draw it out, um, and it seems to be okay. Is it a lower number, or is it a higher number? I can't it's really a lower number, number, but... I'm sure I've written, I've written it down here somewhere. For, I, I'm sure I've... I read it down as 78 or something, or 87. All these notes now, jeez, we have to really sort my book out. <laughs> With 87 it would be, um... Oh, your level... I feel like I have to get a high number, but it's a resistance. It's a resistance. It it should be it should be um forty eight minus twenty five, whatever that is. It should be less than twenty three. Forty eight minus what, sorry? Yeah, that's where. Yeah, it should be twenty. Well, I had to get less than twenty-three. Less so I it should be less than twenty-three. Yeah, but as far as you know, you've just drawn the sword. Yeah, but I know the curse is uh, affected. The curse is affected. Yes. That's fine. I sheath the sword, put it aside, ready for later. Okay. Um, fine. 
you uh, I will go down, get food, go down sure get breakfast. Uh, one by one, all your guests arrive and they have some breakfast as well. Um, they say they slept okay. Um, Gideon and Aragorn are used to having um, trail ration breakfasts. Best way to describe it. Um, you provided with some uh, provisions, some trail provisions. Um, Aragorn says it's not really necessary, but he will accept them anyway. Um, Arwen thanks uh, your um, house staff. Uh, yeah, she came with me from the Battle of the um, Iprian. Yeah. Um... All over the course of time. Uh, anything you need to prepare or get ready? Um, well, I'll say just my clothes. I need to buy a formal attire so I have something nice and okay. clean. Mm -hmm. Also, another thing, like, I need some sort of green thing on it. Some banner. Yeah. I'm not too worried because I can always ask Lily to do some glamour. She always said she can do that sort of thing, so that's fine. Yeah. I need my military sort of. Well, not military, but I need my. <sighs> What would you call it? It's not military attire, it's like... Dress. It's like the dressage. Yes, dressage, yeah, it's dressage. It's formal dressage. Kind so of. I need that all done. You know, I just need to get my horses all packed up as well. So I'm, I'm probably going to take five horses. <laughs> I'll see how much wood stuff the guys built. Oh, um, you make it way out to the... You know, your woodworkers, your wood carpenters kind of thing. Um, yeah. And you see that he is surrounded by, well not surrounded, but he has a, a, near him three piles of wooden balls. Small, each one's about four inches across and about an inch and a half deep. Um, they've all been turned, um, just, yeah, just turned balls. Um, simple wood, um, done quite well. Wooden balls, that's yeah, in the middle of each one. Out of what I asked, what he made wooden bowls. <laughs> in the in the bottom of each one, the his brother, the ironmonger, uh, or the, the the blacksmith, he has um, created a um, you know branding iron. Hmm. Yeah, um, a ivy leaf which you use for branding um, livestock. He has heated up that and he's imprinted it, the ivy leaf, into the bottom of each of the balls. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm disappointed in it, I must admit. I'm really um, disappointed. Considering I asked for a horse figurine, and he's given me a bowl. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's the best he can do in the, sh in, in, in the short notice as he's been given. Told me he can't do the horse figurine, then I would have changed the idea. But <laughs> give me a bowl instead. He's giving you a pile of balls, not just one ball. He's giving you a whole pile of balls. Yeah, this kind of screws up everything. No, fuck it. Let's leave it. <laughs> leave it. There's no point. Okay. There's no point. I asked for something, and he doesn't even tell me he can't do it. It's like he said he could do it. But no, he can't. He gave me a bowl instead. What a useless thing. A bowl. It's a wooden bowl. It's a small wooden bowl. Okay, leaving it. Um, and useless. it's got a, it's got a burned, like, it's, it's like, um, 
a etched image of an ivy leaf in the bottom of it. Okay. You gotta say you can do something. Do it. If you can't do it, he probably him. could. I but even it... asked, I even asked him <laughs> if he could do any of these, and he said yes. Yeah. It's like, why did you make all these bowls instead? Yeah. You didn't make me any of the things I asked. You made me a bowl which I didn't ask for. A, a wooden thing, about year big. Horse figurine shape, not a horse figurine shape. No. It is yay big as in a bowl. Otherwise, I would have said, "Make me a bowl." <laughs> yeah. But because you made me a bowl and not what I asked for, I was kind of annoyed. <laughs> he, he explains that he didn't have an awful lot of time, um, and you want. And yet, you said you can make the things I wanted. I mean, yeah, he, he, he's he's done the best he can. But you made a bowl, not the things yeah, I wanted. Yeah, small bowl, small... You didn't even make one or two of the things I wanted. No, he's made about 20. Made 20 bowls, but not one or two of the horse figurines. No, the, the, it's a, it, they're, they're all pretty much the same wooden bowl, except the, in the bottom of them there is a branding of an ivy leaf. Uh, why do I even bother? Like, what's the <laughs> point? <laughs> I, I try to say so, and I even give them chances to say if they can or can't <laughs> do stuff. They were supposed to like get back to me and say they can't do this, but we can do this. Yep. None of this has happened, and it's just they made me a bowl. <laughs> bowl where they carve out. I can make a friggin' bowl. <laughs> My gosh. Okay. <laughs> Even I'm agreeing with you here. <laughs> like, I don't get my stuff from Aragon, and I get a freaking bowl now. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad luck one after another. Like, what? <coughs> you get your um, you go get your stuff. It's like all these people are dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> dumbasses. It's just, it's just. It's just... I, I gave them instructions, and I, <laughs> I had very good conversation about it, and it's like. No, we make a bowl instead. Okay. <laughs> Don't come back and inform me. This is what you can't do. A wooden, do a wooden bowl with, a, with a, an ivy leaf branded into the bottom of each one. You say there's twenty of them. There's yeah. about twenty. They're, they're, they're quite nice. They're smooth. They've been like. Maybe nice, but they're not what I asked. I know. For. I'm just. It's it, 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 it's all he can do at the moment. Not what he said he was going to give me. It's like. Yeah. I, if you. It's that coming idea down. about yeah, it's about yay big, yay big. Measuring it all up. And yeah, you said about, about yay big, like, about yay big, oh, and make something like that. Yep. Didn't say cup it like your hand, like a bowl, did I? <laughs> um, the fist, we made it that last bite, and it's like, oh, God. You got about 20. Fine, whatever. I'll take the 20 bowls. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, you grab, you grab the 20 bowls. I am disappointed in this, though. You grab the 20 bowls. Um, 20 wooden bowls. Um, with the symbol of the ivy leaf in the bottom of it. Gotta get some stuff from the, uh, the tobacco. Okay. Go to the tobacco shed. Get at least three or four pouches worth. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no problem. You just start grabbing it and just shoving it into a pouch. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to grab? Yeah. Uh, at this moment, I don't care what everyone else has made. It's like, I'm, I'm so disappointed in it. <laughs> you um, grab what you need to grab. And run around the village. Um, Can I just stand up for defense of these people? 
They've only had what less than twelve hours to do this. Yeah. Sorry, he told and me 12... he could do it, and he was supposed to tell me at the end of the day what he could and couldn't do. Never had yeah, he 30... ever came and told me. Is is it thirty or twenty? I told him I wanted the maximum of thirty. Twenty. He could make right. as many as he could in the time he had. Yeah. He well, was supposed to inform he's... me what he could make in the time Hold he on. had. Hold he on. made a bowl instead of what I actually asked for. <laughs> he's made you twenty balls instead of and what you asked for. And he didn't tell me he could make what I wanted. I was all to change the idea. Well, maybe he thought like better making... than a bowl. Maybe he thought making twenty balls would be useful considering you're going to a wedding that's being put together like. Well, I don't know. No. Very quickly. not know anything about the wedding. He's like, oh, a well, wedding. I don't know. Everything does. Well, he knows what wood is, and he made a wooden part. Done... He's done what he you can. can. He's done useless. Even I'm not defending him. <laughs> I'm living this. All the information I gave him. I gave him so much. Poor guy, but you know. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Like, he's only had less than 12 hours to come up with shit. And he's dead. <laughs> 12 like, hours. Any of those 12 that hours. That is the only part I feel bad for is the time. God, like, Otherwise, you he shouldn't have stressed himself in making 20 balls. He should have just yeah. said, look, it's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would you have rather? Did he come up with what you asked for, or he come up with Even nothing? Even if he made one or two of the things I asked for, that would have been better than 20 bowls. <laughs> well, maybe he thought <laughs> 20 much. bowls would be handier. Because that's what I asked Jeez, for. Jeez, this is so balls. weird. I don't care what he thinks might be handier. It's what I asked for, isn't it? <laughs> what the fuck? Like you know, know, this is 20 minutes on the this, house. Like, this how angry he is on 20 bowls. <laughs> Why is do this? this I love it. It's okay, nice. It's like in space. Hold on, hold on. It all goes downhill. It's like, oh my god. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just gonna god. say. I'm just gonna say. Right. <laughs> it's weird that it's me that's defending him because you guys always get on me and Dylan Cass for not necessarily like standing up and being nice when it comes really? to other people. No. Well, you did I mean, last I mean, week. You believe me <laughs> all the time, but we do it. No, like when I actually did do it, you question it, and you're like, "Oh, that's quite a bit out of but character." But that Dylan not didn't try. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dylan just is not there to defend the guy, so it doesn't matter. He also doesn't, doesn't know. even be considered in the question. He oh, also doesn't great. know the guy, so I doubt that he would defend him in the first place. Oh, I love it. It's great. Um. Okay, you grab what you need to grab, Theo. I'm the ground, okay? I'm the milder ground, okay? Like, I feel sorry for pushing in, but also, really don't stress yourself on 20 balls if you can't do the order. <laughs> That's even worse than than having, like, one horse sculpture and being like, no, sorry, I only had materials for one sculpture. Like, that's fine, at least there's one. <laughs> you know? I even told Not you, right? 20 useless I, can I, I feel incredibly bad for this guy. Like, it's it should just... be, because it's his own fault. He's supposed to have told me what he was able to do. And if what you, what you, you, what you gonna... But he didn't, what... he made a bowl. <laughs> What are you gonna do? You gonna do the, the have him do the walk of shame and walk behind him with a bell going shame every five minutes? The idea was if they could provide stuff I needed, they were gonna get a reward. Now they He's can't provide. He hasn't provided though. nothing. He's provided with bowls. But bowls it's better than make it really pretty. Ask, okay, 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 try okay. to make the bowls the best think bowls about it. Be. Think about hey, it. Hey, no, 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 no. You think about my I'm the lord of these territories. They give me bowls. <laughs> well, what if what if Gideon in in all? I don't care know? about Gideon. <laughs> How's wedding my were going to? And my bowls. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Leo is by himself, so we can't do anything. That is great. <laughs> the argument of bold. <laughs> We're not there to say no. I know. It's going to be great. They show up early. I don't get what I want. <laughs> now I don't get what I want from my own territory. It's like... This is actually the worst. <laughs> if you had a way to contact me right now, he'll probably <laughs> yell in my head. This is a bad day. No, you're venting like hard, I feel. Oh, that's yeah. great. I love it. Uh, it's a bad day for Theo. It really is. Morning, and we've started. Yeah, <laughs> just started. <laughs> it, don't forget, it's snowing. Yeah. Cold as well. <laughs> hey, hey. Shut up about the weather. <laughs> we were digging around in the fucking snow last night. Oh, my problem. You should have prepared yourself better. <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah, of course you did, yeah. <laughs> you, you were going somewhere in the snow and you didn't get any shovels. They didn't, actually. Fuck off. <laughs> about checking in the snow. Maybe, maybe yeah. the house had a shovel and I didn't think about it, okay? I'm okay, I, I can turn my sword into a shovel, so I'm fine. <laughs> we can melt the snow, we have Zelly's fireballs. Well, that's it's not a problem. Burn the carriage yeah, down as well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna get the rest of my stuff, okay. now I've only got 20 balls. You gotta be 20 balls, you grab the rest of your stuff. I can't burn that. I could have used that fire spell that I did at the camp and just like use the torch to melt it all. <laughs> so. Um, you grab all your gear together. You, as you do in this, the Aragorn, Arwen, Marisha, and Gideon climb back <laughs> into the carriage. <laughs> yes. Um, Aragorn's the last one to get to the carriage, making sure they're both going in safety. Um, looking inside the carriage, I mean, you can see as the doors open, as you're approaching, you can see inside. It's quite spacious on the inside. It's also well well catered for as well. The um, seems to be like padded seating, um, almost like a sofa lounge kind of thing in there. Um, there's uh, basic amenities as well, um, drinks. Um and that sort of stuff. There's a a, a bowl of uh, dried fruit, dried, like uh, berries and nuts and things like that inside. Um, uh, curtains to keep the 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 wind and the rain out. Um, the drivers, um, that were the two drivers that were uh, dressed in black and uh, uh, uh climbing back into place again. Aragorn uh, stops as he sees you approaching and um, asks, uh, are you all set? Are you all ready? Yeah. Where's your horse? I think so. It's over there. Okay, which one are you taking? The other five. Yeah, with the other five. Okay, which one are you riding? I will ask if... It sounded like you were about to break out into song. I will ask you. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm going to just take. Uh, do I want to take one of my horses? I haven't been on my horse for a while. 
Mikkel's still here and she's the one that has the Ghost Rider shoes. Okay. Might take her. You ride slowly, you, you ride quietly, like silently, and don't leave any trails. Don't leave any mark. Like Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, that's the thing, but then what's the point? Because I've got a carriage. There's and a carriage with four <laughs> horses being pulled in front of it. So it, it either way, yeah, it leaves one horse, hell of a trail. Horses, yeah. Um, I mean, if you were going to go scout ahead, or if you were going to go off on your own or something like that, then yes, then you might want to take that Ghost Rider. But... Um, if you're sticking with a carriage, Ghost Rider shoes. Yeah. I'm gonna take Ghost Rider. Let me take the Ghost Rider once. Okay, okay. Make a note yeah, of that. Okay. Um, make a note of the other horses that you're taking with you. Yep, they're just five um, other horses. Okay. The, the other five other horses do leave trails. Yep. Yep. Okay. So the actual like not being able to leave a trail is only affected. Will be staying up right only effective if you decide to go off on your own on your own horse then you won't leave a trail behind you um even in the snow you won't leave a trail it'll it'll look as if um as you're riding along or as you're trotting along kind of thing you look behind and you can see that there's the hoof print of where the where the horse was and then it slowly kind of like disappears in actual fact, it's actually four horses and mine, which is a total of five. Oh, four horses and yours. Okay, that's five. So you got four yeah. horses that don't have don't that leave trails, and one that doesn't. Yeah. The one that doesn't, when you look back, you see the. It, it it's not a case of like it does it stands and then, it, you know it doesn't it's not like it walks on snow. It still stinks sinks into the snow, but as it moves yeah, along, yeah, the snow kind of like closes back in on it. Yeah, and it smooths back over as if the the trail itself is like hiding itself that's how it works okay yeah yeah so it, it doesn't walk on the snow it just it, it it hides itself as the horse moves away from where it's standing so while you're galloping or while you're while you're riding the trail behind you or the tracks behind you just seem to just vanish like cover themselves back up and as if nothing had actually gone through that area um, for the other four horses, it's just like, you know, it's carnage. It's just like the snow being churned up all over the place. Um, especially behind the w the wagon itself, um, where you see four horses which have trampled the snow and then the wagon ruts itself uh, from the wagon wheels. Yeah? Where have I ever a spell that allows my horses and that to travel easy? Hang on, let me check. So I've got a load of spells that do horses stuff. Yeah, yeah, then. <coughs> I have one that allows them to travel um, with no penalty. Okay. Um, I've got to find which bloody belt. That, uh, I'll, I'll, let you, belt I'll let you look through that. You um, climb under your horse. You've got everything with you, yeah? Yeah, I, I believe so. I've, I've got the, like, the, the couple of days camping the material. Um, I've got the thick tarp, mm -hmm. I've got my woody clothing, I've got the 12 bowls, the <laughs> tobacco. Yeah, it's a pouch. Uh, of some cider. Some cider, yeah. And I have pretty much, yeah, I mean, I've got my tent and all that as well, so okay. I've got all my like, travel Everything's all been strapped down anyway. to the um, uh, to the saddle, the saddlebags and the, the riding uh, harnesses and things like that for your... I think about taking, like, 
a axe for wood. Then I realise I can just turn my sword into it, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you take Gurthang? I do. Yeah, that's definitely coming with me. Okay. Mm, the Gurthang's coming with me now. I am not too sure if I'm going to take the stone. Are you going to leave it in the safe or here, or are you going to take it with you? Forth. I'm going to leave it. It's up to you. I kind of need to be able to talk, because I, I wanted another knight here so I can do a, a spell to contact Estelle, but I'm not going to have that chance now. So, because uh, I want to know... It depends. I mean, um, what kind of spell is it? Uh, one I have to sleep with. Ah, oh, right, okay, well then... And then I would be able to contact Estelle, but I can't do it now. Do you want to take the stone or leave it as it is? Oh, that's the thing, that's I really don't know at the moment because I wanted to originally ask uh, advice on it because if people can have visions on it and then it might be able to help us find the next location or the next stone because I don't know and then it's, it's getting to a point where I feel like it's getting risky and riskier to leave it here Well you will be leaving for Rivendell and then from Rivendell you'll probably be travelling yeah. to uh, Himling <coughs> yeah, we're in that So it'll be a long time before you come back this way. Or it could well be a long time before you come back this way, so... I do. And winter is Maybe moving in as well, so... Stones, hmm? So I could end up using the teleport stones. You could, yeah, you could. I mean, it's it's dicey. She says sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Um, and that's, you know... Uh, that, that That's if you decide to go with that option. Um, winter is also, like... It, it doesn't just come and go. Yeah, it's going to be... It'll, be, it'll probably be the end of winter, beginning of spring, before you make your way back down this way. Mm. Whether it's worth leaving it there or not. If you, if, you, if, you, if you decide to leave it there, it's going to be there for a while. That's what I'm saying. I'll leave it there for now, then. Yeah, leave yeah. it there? Yeah, I'll leave it. I, yeah. I'll just go, yeah, I'll just have to hope. Hmm. When I come back, it's still there. Nothing's been damaged. Corona. Mm. Yeah, everyone's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's... that. Okay, you, you decide to leave the stone there and take the sword, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'll take my sword. Okay, that's fine. I always come with me. That's all right, okay. Them. Wasn't sure if you were travelling with us with a similar or not. Um, no, I'll leave it there for now. You leave it there, okay. Yeah. Oh, should I? I don't know. See, the other issue is I don't know how I'm going to travel with it because I'm not too sure. Well, I know Marisha can pick it up and put it around and hold it. Yeah, she can have skin contact, sure yeah. How? Because where it is right now, it's in an area where magic hasn't really been let out. But it's but in a safe, yeah. In the wagon. It's, it's, in a, it's, in, it's in a safe. It's a very big safe. It's an iron safe. It's an old safe. Um, but it's a, it's a magical safe. It's not a normal, normal safe. It's yeah, anything in there can it, can it be detected or perceived? Yeah, detected yeah. or perceived. Um, so I mean, like there, it's pretty safe if no one knows it's there. But yeah, if nobody knows it's there, yes. Into the point where it's like I feel like people do know. It. Maybe a case of do you think you'll need the symbol for for any particular reason in in the near and distant future? Because I don't know, I don't know, she might blow the world. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, that's kind of an awkward one, isn't it? Really. I don't know. You can travel with it. It just needs to be kept in a in a uh, in a pouch or something like that. I mean, if you do take it out the pouch or something like that, it is gonna like it 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 it, it will make its presence known. I mean, even even just in a pouch, it will make its presence known, like magically. Yeah, but it's not. At least it's not going to blind and brighten everybody. You know, it's not going to dazzle anybody or anything like that. Um, it's only if you actually handle it, like with your hands, not gloves or anything like that, just actually on your hands. I'll leave it. I'll leave um, it. It could be dicey. That's all. But um, I'll leave it for now. If I have to run back and get it, I run can. Back. If need be, I can always teleport back. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll leave it. All right. Um, if you're ready to leave, you can leave. A few people have turned out yeah, to see go. Lady Arwen and, like, King Aragorn and all the rest of it. A few people have turned out. Not many as, like, some of them have decided to stay in their homes and, and, and stay warm. and. Put a notice board, uh, another notice on the board saying, like, yeah, don't worry about anything, it's all done. They've all travelled past now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put several notices on there. You notice that the, the the notices on your notice board are some are wet and snores kind of like I'm landed on them. The yeah, landed on the rest of it. It is a very deep, a, 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 a grey overcast kind of snowy day in Kalost. Um, the snow is settling on the rooftops. Um, the ground's pretty muddy. Um, you leave with your horses. Um, and the carriage seems to follow you out of the main uh, thoroughfare into Kalost, back onto the main road again. Setting about on your yeah. journey. It's pretty quiet the entire morning. Snow does continue to fall, and looking in the direction of your travel, which is towards the north, um, you can see. Um, only about two or three miles or so beyond that, the snow falling seems to obscure any anything that you can see beyond that point. Um, <coughs> wind is blowing and drifting the snow up against the dry stone walls that segregate various farms from one another. Um, deep in parts, up to maybe about a foot deep. Um, again, looking out across the the moorland um, farms, uh, you can see that these um, fires are burning. You can see the smoke rising and being quickly drift off in the in the winds, in the gusting winds. Um, very few people are out and about. Um, off in the distance, you can see a small Rohirrim patrol doing its usual routine. Um, it doesn't matter what season it is, they seem to do their usual routines of the borders. Um, like clockwork. Yep. You travel for a good few hours, stopping occasionally, um, to allow the occupants of the carriage to stretch their legs, um, take occasional breaks, um, before it continues again. The drivers who are driving the carriage take turns. Um, one of them sleeping while the other one's driving the carriage. 
you know your occupants inside the caravan uh, doing likewise they're napping sleeping um occasionally as you're riding alongside the the, the caravan you can hear conversations taking place between individuals um light-hearted stuff nothing uh, nothing too taxing or of any interest mostly um talking about the conditions of the travel the weather and um how long is the journey going to take been traveling for the best part of a day as you're crossing the moors occasionally going by a road occasionally going by off-road um, stopping um, at intervals um, to say allow for breaks but also to allow the drivers to be able to get their bearings um, the rolling landscape looks very similar in all directions. Um, navigation in this instance is not easy. Uh, the snow is obscuring landmarks, um, covering up um, hedgerows and verges, and uh, various other. Um, forms of indication of uh, direction of travel relying on your knowledge of the layout of the moors you recognize farmsteads that you have uh, had dealings with in the past um, and by the identification of these farmsteads from the number of outbuildings the size of the building the layout of it and the construction you I've got a better understanding of how far you've travelled and in what direction. Some of these farmers you've or horse rearers you've had dealings with in the past. You're travelling for quite a while. Over a hill and then down into another shallow valley. speed up your horse a little bit and come alongside the carriage drivers and you point them in a general direction pointing towards a river far to the north uh, and so that's the limelight the limelight river a territorial border that lies between Rohan and the northern realm of um, Lorien a small no man's land that's neither governed nor controlled by anybody um, but is shared by both factions um, and you notify the drivers that once we get within range of the limelight then we'll be under the observation of our elven companions that are we'll be run rendezvousing with you don't necessarily have to get to the borders of Lorien I'm sure they will be observing us even from the crossing of that river do want to make sure I do my detour though. Oh yeah, you um, are reminded 
something if I have to like point on the side. I know. You're reminded of the um, the Battle of Ilian, which is at the the junction between the limelight and um, the Anduin itself. Only taking place a y over a, like over a year ago now. Um, but which you won credit with the King of Rohan, King Theoden, who appointed you into your position now as Lord of the Grey Ivies. Yeah. It's really weird that I got credit over there and then got pointed over there. I know. Yeah, it's a big region. It's like, oh well, we'll give you a small plot of land. It's like right away over battle, there somewhere. Yeah, Leon yeah. now is like lying in ruins, covered in snow. Um, nobody has reclaimed it, or started reconstruction of it, or anything like that. It's pretty much the same way as you've left it. This is still far from the distance, but you do, you can make it out just ever so slightly against the falling snow. You also ponder the fact that King Theoden gave you the rank of Lord of the Grey Ivies, a village um, on the Great East-West Road between Edoras and Minas Tirith, and that the occupant of the carriage riding alongside you, King Aragorn, granted you the title of a captain of a ship. Two titles that over a year ago you would never have dreamed of actually having. A responsibility that you never really wanted. Uh -huh. Are you familiar with this land? This entire region, in fact. You grew up here. Um, ever since you were a young boy, um, getting into the habit of horse riding, breaking them in, and handling them, and then later in life, trading in them. You're familiar with most of the breeders of this region and in fact um, occasionally each summer there is a horse festival that takes place not far from here where horses are raced once one against the other not for prize money or for competition but just for bragging rights between the actual groups that do the uh, the, the horse rearing and the horse trading um, it's something that the Rohirrim take pride in. And you were part of that culture. It's that moment, that's when your mind drifts. And you look over in another direction. A little bit to the west. You can't quite make it out, but you know down there there's a small little cottage building that brings a shadow to your mem memory. What do you want to do? I'm going to head that way. Okay. You begin riding off in that direction. The carriage rider shouts over to you and says, Wait! Where you going? I thought I thought you said it was in this direction. There's something I want to check on. How long are you gonna be? I don't know. Should we just keep going, or we're we gonna wait for you? 
sort of time is it? Like, is it time like almost resting time or? It it it's it's probably been an hour or so since the last break, the last rest. Um, they like to rest the horses every three hours or so, just for a few, just like for f 10, 15 minutes. Now, how from where the where I'm going? How far away would the nearest travel over the river be? About an hour. There's a single bridge. Um, it's by a small forest. Uh, when I say a small forest, it's like a you know a grove of trees kind of thing. Um, the water during winter is quite low. It's more like a ford rather than a bridge. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. Um, it's icy cold, obviously, but um, the, the horses can get through it and the wagon can get through it. Um, after that, there's nothing between the actual ford and... Um, Lorien. It's just open, flat, um, you know, like, uh, yeah. oh, just open, flat ground. Um, like a tundra, kind of thing. Like an, like a, you know, like a Siberian tundra. It's kind of like, it's just very, very flat. Um, that, oh, I, I will say to the carriage men, uh, mm -hmm. I'm going over here anyway, but if you want to wait, continue, um, it's up to you, but I'm going. No, I'll just continue going. Okay, so they wait for you at the ford. It's about an hour away. At, at this pace. Yeah, it's about an hour away. <coughs> With that, you kick your horse, like, you know, stirrups, and um, make off in that direction. Steady trot. Like a slow gallop kind of thing through the snow, kicking up. And as you're kicking it up, you see it, it magically kind of like floats through the air, then settles, then covers its own tracks. Gets a little deeper. Horse slows from its gallop into like uh, lifting its legs higher and placing them into the snow. Um, as if it's almost like, like plunging through water, except it's, you know, it's frozen ice. And the small cottage gets larger as you move closer towards it. Even at this distance, you can see there's no fires lit. Um, a small, dry stone wall covered in snow seems to encompass the outer perimeter of it. Uh, a gate. Yeah, the fear starts breathing a bit heavier. Mm. Because, you know, it looks like it might be the cold weather, but it's also like, yeah. you know, that, that moment something inside mm. the gate half open um, you get a little bit closer um, and it's predominantly a stone building um, with a wooden structured roof tall chimney on one side um, windows are blackened um, as you move towards it and reorientate yourself and move around it you can see the far side of the house the, or the far side of the cottage itself is um, missing part of its roof one corner of the structure is completely like gone replaced by blackened and burned timbers snow has made its way onto the inside and it started to cover up some of the define some of the actual features of the inside 
where the snow has mad- managed to make its way inside, um, covering countertops and a table, small stool, bit of a a, a table benching there on the inside. Um, you can see that some point in the past there's been. I get to a point where I have to get off my horses oh, and then I get off your horse. Yeah, horse horse stays, kind of like nods its head, like bobs its head up and down as if it's like trying to relax. God, this horse has been here before. This one knows. Yeah, bobs its head. It tries to relax. It's like it's um it's tension on the on the uh, bridle and the bit. Um, it shakes its head from side to side as if to loosen up some of the snowflakes that has fallen into its mane. Um, but it kind of like it stands still, um, agitated. Um, it's called restless foot. Um, you take the the reins and kind of throw them over the dry stone wall, knocking some of the snow off. You can see the there used to be a garden here once. Um, it's a little overgrown now. Um, the contours of the snows hiding bushes and shrubbery. Um, a small slate uh, stone kind of porch where uh, lean-to kind of thing over the entrance area. Um, the doorway. Um, again, a huge segment of like the right hand, no, the left hand side of the building seems to have like just be completely missing, like a wall, part of the roof, an end part. You can see where some of the stones have fallen out of the of the wall itself um, into a, a rubble pile. Um, you go over and have a look. You can make out the features on the inside, the back wall, the side, a small hearth, um, a cooking area, like a kitchen area, table, a couple of stools. You can tell nobody's been here. What do you want to do? Um, so I will look I don't know if... <laughs> If there would be like a sign or anything like that, um, but I want to try to look around. Before I go in the building, I want to look for the four stones. No, oh, yeah, okay. The um, they're yeah. off to one side. They're quite quite way off to one side. You can see that there is the snow covered them, obviously. Um, yeah. There's four rough stone markers. Um, Moss and snow are hiding any distinguishing features. They're not ornate. Um, they're very natural, very um, rugged. Um, they seem to be positioned side by side. Um, a blackthorn bush seems to have half grown across part of them. Um, snows covered the ground in front of them. Uh, just about 20, 25 feet away from the main cottage itself. Um, there's no sign of life. Um, uh, there's a, 
the the windows uh the, the there's kind of the some of our glass in some are just like kind of just like boarded up you yeah. know shutters um i will now i know this where the stones are just to clarify i will head back into the actual cottage all right. head back into the cottage yeah you step inside and it's very the undergrowth, yeah, yeah. Going in, you so. step inside, and there's kind of like a there's an, an eeriness to it. It's bleak. It's dark in places as well. You you can make out the um the 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 the, the, the smell of burnt wood, um, ever so distant now, but still lingers. Just just ever so subtly. Um. Yeah, Even that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like a, like, like it's that smell. It's like it's it it's a smell that that kicks in a memory, not seeing something but smelling it. Um, but it's got that like dampness to it. Um, you can you can see that there's some cloth uh, curtains hanging up on the on the back wall there, um, in front of some wooden shutters. Um, Above the doorway into the into the kitchen area, there's a horseshoe. Um, there used to be another horseshoe there, but it seems to have fallen um, at some point. Um, you reach down and pick it up. Kind of like a small horseshoe, a large horseshoe that hung alongside a smaller horseshoe. Um, you pick it up, examine it, and put it to one side. There's kitchen cabinets and drawers. Um, some of them half open. I'll go. Mm. So, once upon a time, there was a recipe book here. Uh huh. I want to see if it's still here, <laughs> if it's okayed, or if okay. what's happened to it. Um, you got away. I was our. It was like the the family recipe yeah. book. Yeah. You I mean. you go and look for the recipe book. Um, searching through the drawers, searching through the cupboard, and. After a while, you, you, you pull open a drawer and you find some cutlery inside and then you don't, you, know, you don't even think about closing the drawer again. You leave it half open kind of thing and then you pull out the next drawer and then pull out the next drawer and sure enough, there's a small book. Leather bound. Not very big. It's pages of browned. Um, the smell of smoke on the pages um, seems to be intact. Um, the dampness has not quite got into the into the drawer itself. I will keep that close to me and put it in the bag. Okay. I'll bring the. I want to go to one of the other. I'll go go to one of the other. Rooms I was going to bring the, the chat up just in case anybody's posting anything. <laughs> um, you pocket the the book somewhere safe. Looking around the the kitchen area, um, what's left of it? Um, there's some pans. You move one to one side. Um, very old. Uh, it's a very sad scene. Always like this. Yeah. It's very sad. Very, very old skillet kind of thing. You move it to one side and stepping through the doorway into a long corridor there's room to the left 
a room to the right and the room to the right you can see is a small bedroom area there's two small beds uh, it smells damp you can see that some of the uh, vegetation has started to grow um, through one of the openings um, ivy started to make its way across the wall you step inside and take a look look down at the small beds um, the straw seems to be a little bit ravaged as if possibly a wild animal or something like that's gone through it um, the floor seems squidgy like moisture's build up um it's got that that dampness to it that that smell that if, if nobody's been here for a, quite a while he's about to turn and leave and you put your foot on something you reach down and pick up a small like wooden horse that's set on a on four wheels. It's not very big, it's about three or four inches long. About two or three inches high. Wooden carved. Um You remember carving it? You remember making it? Um three of the four wheels still turn, the fourth one seems to be stuck probably swollen um, the, the wood might have rotted somewhat um, one of the horse's ears seems to have broken off um, it seems solid taking the small little wooden toy you make your way through to another room I'm just going to put it out that I want to try to take uh, an item from that belonged to each of them. Okay. Make way into another room. It's dark. One of the ceiling beams seems to have split and cracked and come down and seems to have crashed halfway through. Uh, you guess a dining room table at some point? Um, leaning at an angle exposing some of the um, roof structure itself, the outer beams. You can see, looking up, you can see the roof uh, tiling. Um, water seems to be dripping in. Again, it smells damp, it's cold, it's dark. There's a picture frame on one of the walls. It's oval. A drawing, a sketch. You never had elaborate paintings in oils or anything like that. Pencil drawing. It's a pencil drawing of you. A little bit younger. Hair's a little shorter. But you remember the the sketch made. Not a very big sketch, it's only about three or four inches tall, maybe about 
two or three inches wide. Um, my oldest daughter did that one. <laughs> um, it's very good. It's a really good likeness. Um, done in fine pencil. Remember, it was made over one summer. Um, your mind flicks. Yeah, yeah your mind flicks back to that summer. Uh, it was a great summer. Um, you remember taking the horses down to the limelight, and you remember um, how the the water flowed so low that you could literally jump from one bank to the other bank without getting wet. Um, every summer you would take the horses down to the limelight um, and have time. But it wasn't just me. Yeah, have them time, have a drink. Uh, let them drink and let them run wild before taking them back to their meadow late in the summer evenings. You take the painting, the the pit sketch, the the, the portrait, um, and put it to one side. You make a way under the beam. You have to need to duck a little bit. It creaks and it groans, and the winds that blows through this place is horrendous. It's like a whispering sound, whistling. You can tell nobody's been here. But then why would anybody want to come here? It's very off the beaten track. Yeah. Nobody for tens of miles. Move away to the other side of the room. Through a doorway. Into a bedroom. It's a large bed. This room seems drier. It's at the far side of the house now. Part of the house is still standing. Barely. But it smells fresh. It's still dark. It's still cold. It's just the master room, yeah? Yeah. Okay, there should be a crib in here as well. Over on the far side, there's a small crib. It's still there. The sheets are actually still clean. Barely. There's a dresser. There's a brush on the dresser. Small hairbrush. Wooden framed with a silver handle. Comes down like into a horse head. The handle. White bristles. A couple of strands of hair on the bristles. Let me reach out and pick up the hairbrush. Feels cold. Really cold. As you pick up the brush, a waft of perfume seems to be released from between the bristles. The, the bristles on the brush. the scent of a candle. 
bit of perfume. Rohirian blossom. Sweet roses. Take the brush and move over to the crib. There's not much in the crib. It's empty. Apart from a small blanket. A patchwork medley of patented cloth sewn together. Reds, greens, yellows, blues, oranges. It's a mix-up. What's the condition of it? Of the, of the blanket? Yeah. It's only small. It's only about three foot by two foot. But it seems to be okay. Seems to be alright. I'll try to fold that up and put that in the bag as well. Okay. Let me fold it up. And put it in the bag. The brush. And the portrait. And the small wooden horse. Take a bit of time and sit on the bed. And just sit on the bed and it still supports your weight. The bed feels cold. Feels empty. Looking around the place, it's dark, but you can still make out things. Your eyes adjusting. You can see shelves. You can see boxes, like storage boxes. There's a small lamp to one side. Not sure if there's any oil in it. The wind seems to blow. You can hear it rolling over the roof. At least nature hasn't reclaimed this room yet. Other parts of the house stand to cover things up, stand to break them down, stand to erase them. But this room seems to be untouched as yet cold and it's dark but at least it's dry the bed feels hard as if it hasn't seen much exercise in the la in quite a while and the pillows seem cold from what you can tell nobody's been in here not even wild animals Off to one side, there's a washing bowl. Water and it's dried out. There's a jug. Ceramic. Simple. White. Blue rings around it. Like a blue stripe around the center of it. What do I want to do? Leave, but I'm not gonna touch it or mess around. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, if he was having a moment, but it's like, it's getting to him now. It's it's it's, it's really to the point quiet. where it's like, mm. yeah, it, 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 all the thoughts are rushing back to him. It's like everything that's that's happened that is lost in his life. Mm -hmm. 
I stand and leave. Okay. So you leave, you make your way back to the house. Um, ducking, you get past the beam, go through the the dining room area, the living room area, go past the bedrooms area, make way back into what used to be the kitchen area. As soon as you hit the kitchen area, you can see that the vegetation has taken over more than you expected. There's bushes growing on the inside now half the roof is missing a good chunk of the wall is missing you can see the snow outside blowing in drifting up against various uh, cupboards storage areas covering things across the floor part of the wall the stone structure of the building itself big corner of it seems to have crumbled into a rubble timber supports and part of a window itself seems to be missing step back outside into the snow. Horses still waiting there patiently. I'm going to walk over to the, st uh, the stones. You go over to the stones. I'm going to like try to brush some of the snow off. You brush some of the snow off. Yeah. Brush See if any, anything's been on them. Nothing's changed. The only thing that seems to have changed is... Bit, yeah. Really. There's a bit of extra moss on them. The vegetation seems to have covered up one of them, you seem to push it back. Um, heavy, thick blackthorn bush, you push it backwards. Um, and as you're doing so, um, you can see about 40 or 50 feet away, there is a, a clearing, um, uh, like a, an ashen area. The, the snow seems to have fallen on it, but you can still make out um, a an area about 50 feet away from the building, which has been... It, it looks like it's been... like it, There's been a fire on it at some point. A recent fire? No, no, just in the past. You can see that there's been um, burned pieces of leather armor and... Um, various um, other um, warrior artifacts and things like that, you know what I mean, like um, as if they've all been placed in some area um, about 40-50 feet away um, being piled up and then set, a set on fire um, the snow is doing its best to be able to hide it but um, the vegetation has not grown back in that area yet everywhere else you can see there's like grass and bushes and things like that apart from this clearing that looks like it's just like a big giant ash pit but there's various things on this ash pit as well but you can still make out well wrecked but you can still make it out just about 50 feet beyond where you can see these small stones um, which you're brushing the snow off um, they're all irregular shaped um, they're, they're approximately the same size but they're not matching they're not identical no, no. I mean they should be like almost Large. Yeah, pretty much. I'm saying they're all irregularly shaped, kind of thing. You know, like some small ones, some one larger one, but they're not. They're not fashioned. They're not formed. Yeah, just gonna spend a bit of time sitting in front of these four stones for a bit. Okay. 
these sitting in front of these stones. The snow is coming down. Um, steadily. Um, and uh, as time goes by, a bird, um, looks like a, a crow or a raven or something like that, seems to come and land on the eve of the house. You look up at it. then it seems to get startled by the horse and it takes to flight and it flies for a short distance and then it veers off and it lands just on the edge of the um, ashen area about 50 feet away Stand back up. Still snowing, it's cold. You're looking around the place. It's uh, very quiet. Nothing on the actual. There's no. As far as I'm aware, we never engraved the stones. No, did. no, you never engraved anything on the stones. They're just simple boulder markers. Um, nothing carved, nothing elaborate, nothing. No names, no symbols, no nothing like that. Check solid manipulation. Yeah, I should do that. I don't think that's that one. Oh. That's the one that does warm metal, heat, stone wall. Mm -hmm. I want the one that allows me to engrave on a stone. I don't think I can do that yet. <laughs> I mean, you could, but, but you would be not trained in it, so. We could try, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it depends what level it is as well. If it's a higher level, you still won't be able to. Yeah, as long as it's level 14 or under. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so is there any one, any spells that would do um, engraving? I don't know about engraving, but I think sculpting might be one of them. Let's take a look. Um, let's see what I can find. Yeah, the one you were talking about, Zaddy, was solid. Mm -hmm. Um, it's more like solid alteration, like solid destruction, solid heating kind of thing. Um. 
I think it's probably an Earth one rather than a. Let's look at the Earth ones. Earth lot. I don't think it's gonna be Earth lot. Like, um. No worries. I can. I'll have to come back and do it again. Uh, it, it'll be an unusual one. It won't be anything like stone or anything like that. It'll be like symbol lock, something like that. You know what I mean? It'll be like it'll be something like that. It might be an essence. Uh, I don't know if I dig carving. Oh, oh, no. Is that caving or carving? Cast again. Oh, that's caving. Uh, tunnel, stone wall, earth hand, earth merge, earth molding. What's that do? Allows caster to alter the shape of up to one cubic foot per level of any stone or metal material by molding it with his hands. Yes, yeah, earth molding. It's from Earth Mastery. It's level 12. Essence. Uh, oh yeah, it's an essence eye. It's closed essence. And it's uh, level 12. Yeah, I'm not going to risk it. That's earth molding. Um, it allows, allows the caster to alter the shape of up to one cubic foot per level of any stone or metal material by molding it with his hands, like as if it was putty, like mud. The shape formed lasts until the duration ends and then is affected normally by the environment. Yeah, no, it's fine. I won't do it yet because okay. I don't want to muck up the stone. Yeah, so basically, it'd be like if if you had a stone in front of you and you cast that, you can actually like mold it, and then after the spell ends, it just goes back to a rock, but it, st it stays that shape. Yeah, yeah, that's what it means. Okay, but yeah, that's earth molding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fine. I, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything because I don't want to muck up the stones. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna stay the way they are. Um, Various sizes, irregular shapes. There's no like, th th there's no straight edges to them. That's what I'm trying to say. No, no, no. Yeah, no symbols, no maps. I'll, I'll, I'll have to come back and sort them out. Okay. So we engrave on them as well in some sort. Uh huh. Let me close that. Uh, I will feel stands up. Okay. Does a big breath. And goes, lets it out, sort of thing. Yep. Goes. I'm off again. Hopefully, I'll see you soon. Not too soon, though. Mm -hmm. You step back. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm just gonna sort of step back a little mm, bit. Step back. Yeah. Um, I'll get to where the horse is, where the gate and all that is. Yeah, there's the small dry stone wall that acts like a small kind of like, you know, it, it's a it's a garden wall more or less. Um, you used to have vegetables in the front of the house, but like, uh, you're not even sure if the vegetables are still growing or if they've just like rotted away or what. Um, snow's covering most of it. Um, you go back to the horse. the bird that was hanging around the small burned out area about 40-50 feet away takes the flight and flies off yeah I should have looked there first hang on let's find what's there why is the bird looking around was it just because of the <laughs> area where it's not <laughs> <laughs> yes there's a bird <laughs> uh what are you doing? You go where are you going? Over there. Over there, Griffey. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you make your way over there. There's an area of earth. It's about twenty feet wide. Um, it's 
it's obviously been set on fire at some point. Um, there's an assortment of bits and pieces all over it. Um, uh, it, it like if 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 you had a pile of stuff and you wanted to get rid of it real quick, then you know that it's it basically just like a giant bonfire used to be. Um, yeah. Kicking around at it, you can see that there's like uh, bits of plate armor and some burned out leather, and it's because it's been dried and hardened, it's like still it's blackened. Um, it looks like rivets and buttons. Um, uh, do a perception roll. Searching. Really? Yeah. Me, yep. me to do a perception, perception search? Perception search, yeah. Perception search. Yeah, I know, you rubbish at it, but you know. Actually, <laughs> perception searching, I'm plus 30. Oh, so oh wait. That's better than normal. <laughs> That's expect no one's terrible. <laughs> yeah, perception searching. Uh, You're just kicking around at the ground, like just like kicking around at the bits that are in the earth kind of thing. Um, most of it's garbage, but you know. You expected it to be garbage, to be honest. Nine plus thirty. Uh, hundred and nine. You go over to where the yeah. you go over to where the bird was and like looking around and y there's n there's nothing really of like that jumps out to you. Um, you look at the area. And you know fine well what happened here. Um. Oh yeah. If you want to say, I'm okay. No, it's fine. No, 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 you can keep it to yourself. But uh, you know what happened here. Um, and you turn to leave. As you turn to leave, you just... Just off to one side. In the ash. Shiny and silver. You stop for a second and... Like turn and look at it, and you open your eyes a little bit wider, and you look down. You reach down, and it's a small silver chain. It's been burned and singed and like blackened with the the, the intensity of the fire. And you pull it. And it's not. It's not like a huge chain. It's like a like a, a jewelry piece of jewelry. And you pull it out. And on the end of it is a flat disc medallion. Not seen this jewelry before. Pick it up. You turn it over in your hand. It's the chain has definitely been. It's been definitely definitely been some some kind of heat. It's been like really tarnished. You know what I mean? Um, you rub it. I have not recognised this one before. You not recognise this chain or this this uh, this you know this necklace? I'm going to say it's a necklace, yeah. um, or pendant, whatever it is. You know, you never seen it before. Um, it's blackened. It was silver at some point, or some white metal, or maybe just steel or something. You don't know, but it's definitely been like it's been burned. You know, it's got that bluish kind of brown yeah, black. Yeah, tarnish on it, and it's been down there for a long time, but it's still 
bright enough to be shiny to catch your catch your eye. Oh god, here comes. You pick it up and you unravel it and you hold it and place it in your hand. And you rub the back of it. Not knowing quite what it is, and then you turn it over. It's very covered in soot. You brush the soot off to one side. And then you stand staring at it. Engraved on the medallion. Ever so faintly, but highlighted through the soot. There's an engraving of the emblem of the black tree. <laughs>